right, y'all. Hey, what's going on out there? How y'all doing today? Welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. That's right, man, I tell you. And we have a very, very interesting show planned for you today. So I hope everybody's ready. Uh, sit back, get your pencil paper, get your questions ready. Because, uh, oh, man, we're going in today. I, I, I feel it. I feel it. This is going to be a very interesting show, to say the least. All right, I want to welcome guests 903 and Joe Neckbone in the chat room. Thank you for stopping by. And anybody else out there who wants to come on in, come on, come on. I ain't know I could sing, did you? <laughs> That's right. I'm multi-talented, baby, multi-talented. All right. Anyway, so <laughs> if you want to join the conversation once it gets rolling around here, uh, there's a couple of ways you can do that. The first way is just give me a call, 347-838-8622. You can email me, ericlesstalk at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget our chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Those are all the ways you can participate in the show, and I want to hear what you have to say, especially today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Because we're talking age of consent laws here in the United States. And um, should they be changed? Yeah, buddy. Because, you know, we have this young man that always calls in, and that's all he wants to talk about. So, you know what? I decided today is the day. Uh, the day is the day. So we're going to let him go ahead and uh, we're going to let him go ahead and, and, and get his conversation on. We're going to get the conversation going on with him. You know what I mean? <laughs> all righty then. So, anyway, besides that, What's going on out there today, huh? What's going on? Um, I don't know. We have uh, we have uh, a plane crash. Yeah, that's what we have. We got a plane crash going on, and you know what's so interesting about the plane crash? Yeah, besides another one crash, you know. Okay, um, but here's something I found that was interesting. You know, yesterday, as the whole thing was going on, everybody was doing their little reporting and, you know, guessing what happened. And, you know, like I say, just giving their own little two cents on what's going on with the plane, why the plane crashed, right? Well, did you know there was one individual, one individual and I couldn't get his name because they said it so fast and so low. And I tried to find the um, clip, but apparently the clip has disappeared also. Um, but he was on Fox and he was talking about Egyptian Air MS-804, which is the plane that happened to crash. Now, let me set this up. They hadn't even found the, cra- the, the plane yet. Okay, They had just begun to start searching for the plane. And this guy went on there, and these were his exact words. <laughs> we will find explosives were placed in the rear, which is the tail section of the plane. Uh, and it was an act of terrorism. Now, that, those was his words. Now, let me remind you, as I said before, they hadn't even found the plane yet. So how is he going to say what we will find? Kind of raises, make you raise the eyebrow a little bit, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, I had to get that out there, man, because I can't find the clip. Boy, I tell me, I spent all day yesterday, all last night looking for that clip, because I said, I'm going to find it, and I couldn't find it. But it was said 
they probably realized somebody had let the cat out the bag, so you know they had to let it go on, get rid of that real fast. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that was interesting. And now, uh, just before I came on the show, I was looking at a couple of things, and they were saying that you know now they're beginning to find body parts and pieces of the plane and things of that nature. So um, our hearts goes out to the families. Um, that's why I don't fly. <laughs> the only time I've flown is when I was in the military. I didn't have a choice then. But other than that, I don't be I don't be getting on them planes, man. I'd rather drive. I can control that better than what when that plane come down. But isn't it interesting though? We already having long lines and problems here through our airports. Can you imagine how tight the security is gonna be now? Golly, the TSA must be really catching it, man. <laughs> That's so terrible. The TSA got to be catching it. But it is what it is, right? It happens. It happens. It happens. But, yeah, that's that's what's going on with that. I think that's about the hardest thing going on besides Donald Trump coming out saying it was terrorism and Hillary Clinton somebody you can't say that yet because it hasn't been found out that it is and so forth and so on. These cats need to go on get go, go, man go on find somewhere and jump in a hole. You know I, I'm tired of them anyway. <laughs> oh. Hey, really, let's let's really get, talk about this before um, we get on the main topic. Let's really talk about this thing, man. Really? What good are they really going to do for us folk down here on the lower levels of society? Uh, what good are they really going to do? Nothing but make our lives miserable. Like we always say, the best way to handle your situation is um, control what goes on down here in the um and on your local level, you can control that now. Oh yeah, you can control what goes on on the local level. But when you start getting up there in that national and all that, man, heck, most of them get elected. They don't even, they can't even control themselves. But you know what I'm going to do? And this is very interesting. I have a classmate that's running for state senate out of Florida, and I'm gonna reach out to her and see if I can get her on the show so we can see. Um, exactly what her plans are and what she plans to do um, if she happens to be get elected. That would be interesting for sure, but that's what we're going to do. All right, we got First Know Thyself and Pianki and East Coast joined us in the chat room. Thank you. Glad to see you here. All right, um, now it's time for your song of the day. Y'all know me. I, I I have to get a little bit out first, and then I got to go to the music to get my brain right again. <laughs> I know, right? But anyway, we got you. We got something going to make your head bob a little bit, take you back. East Coast, we know it's going to take you back a little bit. And uh, I hope y'all enjoy it. Here it is, Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. It takes two. See you in a bit. Right about now, you're about to be possessed by the sounds of MC Rob Bass. And DJ is in Rock, rock. 
All right, y'all. Hey, what's going on out there? Welcome back to the show. That was your song of the day. <laughs> Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. It takes two. That's what I'm talking about right there, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm in here doing a little chair rocking myself. Oh, man. Haven't heard that in a long time. But know what? Like all good music, it still sounds good. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the show. This is Let's Talk on Blog Talk Whole Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. And um, yeah, man. Great songs, great songs, great songs. I see Pianki in here in my chat room. He's putting out some information. You got you to watch Pianki, man, because Pianki be trying to start stuff on the, on the down low. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. But anyway, um, if you want to be a part of the show, just call me, 347-838-8622. Email me, ericlesstalk at gmail.com. And the chat room, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. And all the ways you participate, I want to hear from you today because we're talking ages, consent, sex for teenagers. Should it be changed? There's 29 states, 29 states that has an age of consent law of 16 years old. Now, that is the lowest. That is the lowest. As of 2014, uh, a national survey was done, and basically what it said, teenagers aren't having sex until the age of 17. Okay. I can, I can, I can kind of get into that because none of them go outside half the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> none of them go outside half the time. So, I mean, besides having sex with themselves, who else are they going to have sex with? But uh, I guess the caller hasn't called in yet. Bobby from California, uh, who calls who? <laughs> Wait a minute. Where is it? Where is it? Y'all, y'all know I, I got the, I want to tell you all about this guy here. Bobby from California, he has a, a a show on YouTube, apparently, where he calls in the different shows and he debates them on um, different topics. Yeah, and he goes by the handle of the greatest radio caller of all time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not making this up, man. I'm not making this up, okay? that That is exactly what um, he says. That's that's what it, hey he sent me a bow and that's what it said and I'm like okay so hopefully he will be here being that um, this is his topic and he loves every time he calls my show this is what he wants to talk about um yeah here it is the average age when people start having sex is 17 and even once people start having sex most teens don't have sex very often. In fact, 30% of people haven't had sex by the time they turn 20. So it's normal to wait until you're older to have sex. Now, you know, I, I guess I need to preface this with the question is, is it natural for a man to uh, look at a, a, a teenager I, uh, you know, I can't even that see that that's something that I can't even say, man. I I really can't. But um, hopefully he call in and he he'll say, ask the question like he wants it. Basically, is it, can a grown man look at a little? Uh, I call them little girls, but a teenager in school and say, "Hmm, man, she looks good. I wish I had her." Okay, is that acceptable? 
Is that acceptable? Now, I know, I know what the arguments are. Well, Mr. Talk, you know, uh, um, men and women are, are naturally attracted to each other. I understand that. But boys and girls are attracted to each other also, not men and girls. I, I think um, we're getting on 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 the on the kind of the the the, the, the dangerous side when you when you go and start um, uh, messing with that that kind of thought process. I really do. Now, why should why should it be below sixteen? Why? You know, especially given the rate of, of unwanted pregnancies and, and rape and things of that nature, why would we ever, ever want to lower the age of consent? Why would we want to do that? You know, I see Pianki say on topic, yes. <laughs> he says, yes. I don't know why. We aren't, we aren't in Africa, Okay. Um, this is not the nation of Islam and I don't follow, um, the prophet Muhammad, you know, and I don't think most of them do it either any longer. So what, what is the purpose? What, what really is the purpose behind, uh, behind that kind of thought? Why would a grown man wants to want to marry a little girl? And I'm sorry. I keep saying little girl, a like teenager. What? I mean, really, what really can she do? <laughs> I mean, nothing mentally. Oh, is it just bragging rights? Everybody want to be a Hugh Hefner, huh? An old man is always surrounded by young girls. I don't know, man. I guess the ways I was raised up, I just can I can go for that. I, I can't go for that. I can't. It, it makes no sense to me. But what y'all think about that? You know, I guess I'm gonna bring Pianki in so he gonna give me his his wildest uh, explanation on why. <laughs> but again, let's remember P. Yankee went out the cut the country and got and married his uh and married his a wife. So, you know, he his train of thought probably not where ours is. <laughs> I just preference that before I let him in. <laughs> I know that was wrong, wasn't it? No, it ain't my show. All right, anyway. Welcome to the show, P. Yankee. So anyway, why do you feel that the age of consent should be lowered? I want to hear this one. Go ahead. Well, hell, if you let you let the transgenders have their way on their identity, they uh, you let people identify their their gender, and it can change several times during the day. A child can say that I feel that. Although they're biologically male or female, they can say that I feel like I'm one way or the other. And uh, I don't know how in the world you would prosecute a 13-year-old boy for having sex with a 13-year-old girl when they're both underage, right? Right. And how would you prosecute a 13-year-old girl for having sex with a 12-year-old girl when they're both lesbians, right? I mean, okay. let's think about this. I mean, you re- let's really open up these. Let's really bust this this door down so all these worms can come out. Yeah, let's so really bust down. You, you got two same sex that's uh, thirteen years old. How are you gonna prosecute one or the other for having going through that routine? And how do you prosecute when you have two lesbians penetration that's going on? 
you know, Nelson Mandela got off of a rape case on the fact that there was no penetration. Of course, that's another country. So let's keep our bounds here within the United States. Well, I mean, so, as I said before, there, there was a recent ruling here in the United States where it said that um, if you passed out drunk and um, you can, <laughs> if, if there's no um, penetration, hey, it's not rape. And, and that's that's what they say. So it's not well, just in, in Africa. It's a good rule. But, I knew yeah. a guy who married a twelve-year-old girl. But what, I mean, what what satisfaction is that, um, Pianki? What satisfaction? And I think is you can if you get the parent. I think you can marry if you have uh, the parents and the judge's permission that you can marry at around that age. Where? You think that, that you <laughs> in the United <laughs> States, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but let, let's be honest. What what back to the original question? What what is the benefit of that? It's, you, it's, that's you because that's the choice you, of the person involved. I mean, it's the same thing like saying how is it but that somebody's going to identify as a male and they were born a female. That that that's not the same thing, um, Pianki. That's not yes, the it same. Is. No, it's not. That's somebody pretending to be somebody else. They ain't got nothing to do with it, Pianki. <laughs> well, cannot a child say that I'm an adult? Can a man that's uh, 50 years old say that I'm a preschooler? He can say it, but he's not. Well, the same thing with a female who's saying I'm a male and she's got a vagina. Okay, and he's still a man. And she's still a female, but the law says you have to recognize that. You have to recognize her self-identity. Depends on what state you're in. But anyway, back to see, uh, back to the age of consent, though. I don't want to talk about no transgender. I want to talk about uh, male, female, age of consent, 16 and below. Okay, that's the lowest we have in the United States, age 16, even in Utah. You know, where they still do polygamy and the, the, the five wives and four wives things, th- their age of consent is 18. So I, I'm, not, I'm not understanding. Well, this. the male can't be, you can't, a male that's 18 years old or 20 years old, the way the law states can't have sex with somebody that's 16. But if he's 17, he can have sex with her. If he's 16, he can have sex with her if she's 12. No. If he's. Yes, you can. They both underage. So what? You, how are you gonna? So how is the fact that to violate a, okay, wait a, minute, wait a minute. to violate right. a child that's underage would have to be an adult? Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Violation. okay. All right. All right. I understand what you're saying. You talking about the natural attraction of, of young boys and young girls toward each other? All right. I understand that. I understand that. Fine. Is it right? No. It's not right. It ain't um, about right and wrong. It's about the law. Okay. But uh, now I'm going to ask you a question. And if that is the case, then how do you – you you just can't prosecute both of them unless – now let's, let's be honest. Unless, you know, one's from a fluent white family and the other one's from a low-income black family and she yelled rape, and then, yeah, you can prosecute somebody. But if it's on an even level type of thing – then, you know, it's just two young kids having sex. But we're talking about adults having sex with kids right now. That's what I'm talking about. 
grown well, men want I had I had I went through that motions when I was a kid. <laughs> and what? I'm I didn't get locked up. Huh? You had what? You did what? I say I went through that motion with a girl when I was a kid. We used to play catch a girl, kiss a girl and, and other things happened. But that's so, that's part of natural, I never got locked up. But that's natural growth, um um Pianchi, come on now. It ain't well. well I, I don't. That's a whole other discussion too. Whether or not it's natural growth. But I mean, uh, it, like you say, if we're gonna open, open up the worms. Let's open up the can of worms then. Well, yes. I mean, what are you talking about? A, a grown a person forty having sex with a twelve year old? You know, you know that's there's wrong. But I'm saying this. Yeah. Well, I'm saying I'm saying like this. This is what I'm saying. A a individual who's 12 years old, if they can change their identity, why come they can't change their their position as far as I'm ready to have sex or I'm ready to get married? And uh, again, if you got, and here's the other part, other side of the position, is if you got a 13-year-old girl and a 13-year-old boy, or you got two 13-year-old boys, so how are you going to prosecute either one for having sex with with the other. Well, as I said before, Pianchi, that's that's something that's that's natural. Okay. Now the problem comes in if that thirteen year old girl becomes pregnant. Now you have another issue. You have another young unwed mother, right? And like we really need, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So then the question becomes, who's going to take care of that child? That falls on the parents. Ah, uh-huh. because if if yes. you live in the state of if you live in the state of Oklahoma, they ruling out that they they ruling out um abortion. They just passed a law yesterday. Well, you, you, they well, not gonna be able to that. abort. So, but so the it parents, falls on the right? parents' responsibility, and it can fall on the grandparents' responsibility. But the parents and the grandparents didn't have the child. That's what I'm saying. That's the way the law is. It can fall on the parents <laughs> or the grandparents. <laughs> and that's okay though. That's okay. Well, the child has to be has to be taken care of. Hmm. That's true. But in the same token, you say go ahead and lower the age of consent laws so that it make it even it make it lawful. And it well, I didn't say. Well, I didn't say lower. I said that uh, if a person have that inclination in their mind, how are you going to dispute it in this particular case? Whereas in other cases, you. Uh, permitting them to have the inclination, and you know, uh, you the key word that you issued that you stated there was raising. That means that it used to be lower. No, I didn't. I right? didn't say raise nothing. What do you see raise? If you raise, you said if you raise the age of consent, meaning no. that it was lower than where it is now. Consent laws for sex be changed. I didn't say anything about raise. Well, okay, so you well, we can change either way or the other. Either go lower or go higher. Hey, maybe they need to go higher. <laughs> maybe they need to. Because you know they what, have though? been as low as 12. I know. I know. And once again, it goes but back to... But as I said before, with the, with the consent of the parents and a judge agreed, it can be less than 12. Oh. As far as marriage is concerned. Okay, then I go back to the original question. What what good what what do does do you get out of marrying a twelve year old girl? Now we know back well, in the day 
if you're 16, you, I imagine, I imagine you get you more close to puppy love <laughs> than if you were 25. And then once again, my tax dollars got to pay to take care of them, right? Until no, they you don't. No, that's why come they. That's why come they throw the responsibility to the parents and grandparents, especially <laughs> in the case of a child. If the parents, if the parents are okay, say the neither parents or grandparents are in a position to, to do it either. Then what? They got to get help from somewhere. Well, it's very rarely right. that you go that deep without being able to take care of the situation. <laughs> oh, so basically, you you would like the 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 age of consent to be lowered to twelve. No, I didn't say I would like. I say, what's the difference if a twelve-year-old can can change their gender based on a whim? So why come they can't make up their mind at that age who they want to have sex with? Because they really have no idea of, of what they're getting themselves into. Wouldn't that that be a logical reason? No, that won't be an argument because people can say that some uh, people, some human beings, mature faster than others. Body-wise, okay. So they body mature faster than others, and well, you, you then you have the same need to somebody of the body that you're looking at. I heard uh, <laughs> a, a program where they were talking about a twelve-year-old had a body of one of twelve-year-old girl had a body of a twenty-five-year-old female. Okay, and when she opens her mouth to talk, you can't tell the difference. Yeah, but I, they ain't not, looking at her mouth. What I'm saying, what I'm that, saying is, I, the, I'm not disputing that. I'm not disputing that. I know some yes, people that thirty-year-olds sound ridiculous. Exactly, exactly. I agree with you one hundred percent. So if, if that and you you wouldn't deal with them, would you? You wouldn't want to deal with them. Give time, given time, soon they will call in on your program. <laughs> So, uh, no, Eric, it's, see, with the advent of Obama and these other things that's, that's been in the news and have sprung up here lately, but it's not the end of it. The old question is when and where would it end? And the end is nowhere in sight. You just brought up a whole other aspect, and there's plenty more to go. So, okay. <laughs> All right. I brought a whole nother. Well, then, you know what? We got plenty of time to talk about this whole other aspect of it because, you know what? We need to. We really need to. Um, I think personally, besides the maturity level and the unwanted pregnancies, that is already a problem, especially in our community. No, I don't, I don't think that that's a good thing. But hold on. You make some good points, though. You did make some good points, B. Hank. I, I got to give you that. But um, <laughs> I just can't see. You still haven't answered my question with what would a, a grown man want with a 12-year-old girl. But, okay. Hold on. I got somebody else want to come here. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Oh, man, I was just got here, and I was laughing when Pianchi said some 30-year-old <laughs> women with the brains of a 12-year-old will be calling into your program. <laughs> hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. <laughs> What's going on, Joe? <laughs> Fourteen forty-one. What's going on? All right. <laughs> oh man, I guess the program was about statutory rape or something like that. I presume. <laughs> well, uh, uh, you can call it statutory rape, actually. Um, 
um, should the age of consent be lowered for um, kids? You know, the lowest, the age of consent right now is 16, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, you know, our friend Bobby, who calls in a lot, he's supposed to call in today. That's why I scheduled the show for today and talk about, you know, uh, you know, his question, should a man, uh, anyway, he has to call in and explain it because I, I, mean, I can't well, explain it. Well, I don't know what he means, but when you just mentioned it now, and I, I'm, I'm thinking you're probably going to refer to the women who are teachers and who seduce the boys and the boys don't mind. I'm thinking, and that may not be where you were going, but I'm thinking, let's say it's um, a male teacher who's 25, and either she comes on to him or he comes on to her, and she's 16 Uh or 15. Uh That's a good question, because if the boys don't mind and the girls don't mind, and nobody's getting hurt, nobody's catching STDs, and nobody's getting pregnant, I can still see how the parents would object to it. But still... If a 15-year-old girl or a 16-year-old girl is going to do it with a 15-year-old boy or a 16-year-old boy, why not do it with a 25-year-old boy? If the boys, when they're seduced by their female teachers, don't mind themselves. Okay. <laughs> now, now, see. see. That's another can of worms, yeah? <laughs> yeah, that's another can of worms. We get into the mindset of boys versus girls. I can't tell you about the girls because I'm not going to tell the lies. Uh, you know, when I was 17, you know, I, I yeah, I, I can see why I, I'm being a little hypocritical now that I think about it because I did date a 37 year old woman. So oh, that's, yeah, that's not being hypocritical. That's, yeah, you know. but but you know, it. You were 17. And you were in the service, right? No, I wasn't in the service. <laughs> but uh, I, I, was in the sur- I was in the service I at 17. A, look, I, I went to school, and I didn't have a job. I mean, I uh-huh. did have a job, okay? Yeah. And so, yeah, and I had my own place, so uh, that was totally uh, on a different oh, yeah, level. okay, so you were showing your maturity then. You were showing your independence. Yeah, so, uh, you know, that was totally different. But when, when I was in the Air Force, I was 17, and uh-huh. I hung out with guys who were about my age. And... <laughs> the girls in the girls in the town, they didn't want to let, um, and when I say older guys, you know, the 18, 19, 20, 21, they didn't want to let them know that they were only 14 or 13. And they looked like they were 17 or 18, and they had fake ID. Luckily, nobody I knew went to, you know, went to uh, one of the breaks. But the, but the thing is, um, if a girl wants it, She's not being harmed. Her parents are going to get all kinds of upset. She's not pregnant. That's a good philosophical debate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, because you have to think about it now, there's a lot of teachers now being fired and sent to jail for that same reason. And, yeah. yeah and, 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 and we're not talking about anything that's just a one-time, you know, occurrence. We're talking a year, two years, and things of that nature. So, <laughs> yeah. And how about the guy that um, the uh, the teacher who went to jail, the female teacher, came out, and she married the boy who was fourteen at the time. I think he was probably around. Or I think she spent like yeah. four years, and he was, he was he was like a teenager when when he married her. So he married right. her. Yeah. So. You know, and N two K just put. I mean, you know, fourteen forty one just put some in in the uh, 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 
in the chat room, <laughs> you know. So, and I guess it is about logic versus a preconceived notion. Maybe that's what it is. Or it becomes a, a thing like morals versus values. Or how, I mean, how how do we go about discussing this? Because this is one of them, them things. If you think about it, you got natu- natural attraction versus um, versus what people consider to be right and what people consider to be wrong. Correct. Well, not, I don't think it's morals versus values. Because I think morals and values to me mean the same thing. It could be more logic versus emotions. Um, mm-hmm. The thing is, though, is that a boy, unless he catches STD, STDs, he can't get hurt. He can get hurt emotionally, but he can't get hurt. A woman can't. A girl can't get pregnant. Right. I, I never give a woman who is like beyond the age of twenty-one. I never give her empathy if she says unless she's raped. Well, I had to have the baby. I changed my mind because I fell in love with my own child. Now, when you're 16, 15, you get pregnant. Now, that's another uh, that's another element that you have to take uh, take into consideration seriously. Yeah. So, I, you know, I don't think 15 to 16 year old girls or even 17 year old girls should have sex. I think they should have it at the age um, 18 and above. Mm-hmm. But. I don't know if a guy should automatically be considered a sex offender for the rest of his life, go to jail for 10 years or 15 years if there's an ongoing relationship, you know, even if he's a bastard. If she, if she, excuse me, if she didn't get pregnant and neither one of them contracted STDs. Right. Now, somebody's going to come in with the argument, but she can get hurt emotionally. Well, she, she's going to get hurt emotionally anyway. Her first puppy love is going to hurt her, or she's going to hurt him. Somebody's right. going to get hurt. Right. I agree with that. So I if do. she's going to get hurt anyway, what difference does it make if it's a 16-year-old boy or a 25-year-old boy? <sighs> now, now, see, once again, that is the question that is asking. <laughs> you know, I did an informal informal poll on my, my um, Facebook page. Uh-huh. And it came back, uh, and men and women asked, answered the question, and it came back unanimously. Uh, they wouldn't, no, that would that would be a no go. Now, one one guy said, "Well, um, if they're married, they're gonna do it anyway, and and or you know they're gonna keep doing it. How do you put it? They're gonna keep doing it. Um, if they love each other, they love each other." Then he said, "Then he said, well." Then I'm gonna take both of them out in the backyard and beat them with a stick. So, <laughs> I mean, that's what, why. That's why. That's why they should, they should get married. That's why they should get if married. A, if a 13 year old or 16 year old married a 12 year old, you how you gonna you can't keep them having sex. But uh, Bianchi, uh, okay. Once again, I'm going back to how are they gonna support themselves? That's not the question. That's a whole Why different that, discussion. Part, that, that has to be a part of the discussion, don't you think? Well, okay, so then how are they going to get back and forth to work if they both 20? Well, if they're 13, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. We went from 13 to 20 in an amount of minutes when you just said 13. They got married at 13. The question can be asked The question can be asked from any angle. These ambiguous questions. Pianchi. 
Listen, no, I'm going to have to agree with Alex Bianchi. If you're 13 years of age, you don't have a job, don't have prospects for a job, that, that's an important element to consider when you're getting married. They might stay with the parents. You don't know. I mean, that's, well, they could, but that's, what does that have to do? Yeah, they, have, they may have to consider it, though. Oh, I know. They go ahead and then they, they, <laughs> they stay together long enough so to make sure each other one got their homework done. All right. If, 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 if the one is 17, if the one is uh, 17, whereas he's, if the normal case would be statutory rape and he wants to marry a, the girl 14 years old, I mean, then they marry. You can't stop from having sex once they're married, right? Well, can you marry somebody who's 14? No, you can marry somebody as early as twelve. No, okay, Pianki say with 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 parents' um, permission. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, I, well, that's my, just my thinking as a parent. I beat him away with a man. You better get away from my dog. Unless your name is Elvis Presley. Yeah. I don't care if his name was. Elvis, I don't care if his name was Michael Jack. Get away from my dog. <laughs> mm, but you know, with Elvis, uh, the father didn't do that. Yeah, well, yeah. No, you meet Jerry Lee Lewis, don't you? No, no, Jerry Lee Lewis, yeah, he married his 13-year-old. I wanted to marry his 13-year-old. Did he marry his 13-year-old cousin? He ended up marrying him, I think. But anyway, yeah, I think so. Well, Elvis Elvis got uh, asked for the hand of 14-year-old Priscilla Presley. Um, I think the guy, her father was an Air Force major or something like that. Wow. Okay, so, all right, we know... We we have said legally it can be done, but mm-hmm. what about eth- ethically? Should it ethics? be allowed ethically? Yeah. Uh, no. Yes. Good question. I yeah. I would I would not think a fourteen year old boy or girl would have the experience, the life experience, even no matter how mature they are, nor would they be emotionally ready for marriage. You can't you can't say that, Joe. Why well, not? Well, let's say I would say the vast majority, anyway. Yeah, but they could always argue against it. Now, the well, fact that you have these incidents where people identify their sexual their gender and it changes, that's but, but, but that has but that has nothing to do with it right now. It does. We're it talking about mind. Future, We're huh? talking about a person's mind. It will be in the future. Well, <laughs> can you imagine this? Isn't there a program on TV now, our web webisodes about this boy or this girl named Chaz who was born a boy, born a I forget which one he see or she transition or trying to transition into. If this reality show continues, you better believe that at some point, probably when he or she is going to be around fourteen or fifteen, somebody's going to come along and uh, and marry her, him or whatever he is now. Mm-hmm. And suppose it was a paranormal paranormal uh, object, like a, a robot, an Amadroid. You know they're making them nowadays. I'm waiting for them to get perfected. Okay. All right. I, I think <laughs> Maybe we don't went a little bit too far. No, it's not. About... It, it's oh, not reality. Oh, Lord. It's Hammer. a reality. Okay, so here's life like There's life-like uh, androids that you can buy that's well, hey, they, got life, well, they, they have life. So life how you going to keep a 12-year-old from having sex with that? Going through the life motions. Life so just go out and buy him a blow-up doll. Buy her a blow-up doll and say, hey, here you go. 
until you to reach that right age or whatever. Well, they got blow off dolls and also other ones too, Eric. But what I'm saying is, how are you gonna stop a? So what crime you gonna claim on a twelve year old having is, sex with that? I'm saying is we all know young teenagers. You know they they their hormones get to kick in and you know so let's let's help facilitate them with that urge and buy them the blow up dolls or the robots. They won't have to worry about them. You know, impregnating some impregnating someone for real. Well, even if they did get married at an early age, that don't mean that the girl's going to get pregnant. Okay. Okay. All right. And you know that a 12-year-old can get an abortion without their parents' consent? Okay. Just like I said, said, in the state of Oklahoma, they just passed it yesterday, you, you can't get an abortion anymore. Well, that's Oklahoma, but you have other states where you can't. But you think you, you think that, 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 that pill that, you, that morning really after pill Oklahoma is going to be the only state to come up with that. So now that morning after pill, a twelve year old can get without their parents. Work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It has been proven that it doesn't work. How you work. know? You tried it? No, they have they've done they've done um, studies on it already. Too many women having side effects and they complain it's just not working. Just like the female Viagra, not working. So once again, we're back to the situation to where we have unwanted pregnancies, young girls having having children, and have no idea how to take care of themselves, let alone the children. Then you have young boys who are fathers. That, you know the same thing. So, well, where twelve year old can take birth control? Okay, you know how many birth control babies walking around here? Really, Pianki? But listen, Eric, you you always that other side. No, I'm looking at it the realistic side about it. I'm looking at all all these these what we could call them the ghettos and the wretches and the whatever. You know, walk around here with these babies uh, uh, at a young age, have no idea. Got to drop out of school. Got to drop out of school. That medicine does work. Go to a special school. You know. And, and never reached their full potential because nine times I think once they had the first baby, within two three years later, statistics have shown that they will have another one. So now that's another young life gone to hell, basically. Yeah, but that's a woman's body. That's the female's body. A man has no business telling her what to do with her body. Isn't that okay. not the argument? Well, I'm glad you said that's the argument because I was going to step in on that one. On what? On the fact that the law that uh, uh, people might think it's correct just because the baby is inside the woman's body, that the woman um, can have full control over that uh, that fetus. Uh Uh-uh. That's not her body. It's part of her body. If that's the argument, and that is the legal argument, then why can't men say, well, the sperm that's inside my penis is part of me, and you can't control what comes in or what comes out of my body, so if my sperm leaves my body and gets somebody pregnant, you can't say anything about it. Huh. But the law uh-huh. doesn't lean that way. Oh, and by the way, you know what I heard the other day? That um, um, I don't know when this, when this happened, or, or even if it's true, but I heard about it. There was a guy who was in the hospital. He was in a coma. The nurse comes along. I guess the guy's rich. Um, manages to get him aroused while in a coma. Gets impregnated with his sperm, has the baby, and now the man has to pay paternity. 
<laughs> I haven't investigated it further, but you know, I, I can believe, I can actually believe that. And you true. know what? She'll get away with it because there was no penetration. <laughs> no, there was penetration. Uh, oh, okay. She, she, oh, she got on top, huh? And rolled, yeah. huh? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, well. And he, and, and I'm glad you said no penetration because the case that I'm thinking of, the pilot case, this happened uh-huh. about four, maybe six years ago now. There were wow. two doctors who went to bed, okay, two doctors. Now, what happened was the guy, he didn't want to get her pregnant, so he, didn't, he actually did not have the normal coitus with her, okay? They played around, but he didn't penetrate her. He didn't, you know, he just didn't want to have any chance whatsoever, rubber breaking, birth control pills, nothing like that. So what happened was she goes down on him. She gets his jism. She keeps it. She brings it home. She impregnates herself, gets pregnant, and the judge ruled that it was a gift. The sperm was a gift, that it was not his property once it left his body, and he's forced <laughs> to pay child support. And that's an actual case. Okay. Oh, no, some of the laws right. on so, in favor of a uh, gold so, digging whore. So, so, gentlemen, you know, if if your lady decides to do that and, and she says she wants to go home, hit her in the throat first, all right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me stop that. Someone say, me the talk, me the talk. Let me do it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know what? Though that's crazy. That that is crazy. But hey, we've seen it before. We oh, have. Yeah. Seen it. You know, I. How about the fraudulent paternity cases? <clears throat> there was a guy in prison. Never had a conjugal visit from his girlfriend. Girlfriend gets pregnant, gives birth. He has to pay child support. Proven. Were, were they married? Were they married? That is. Were they married? No. Oh, well, I don't know how to how to, he, you know. But we we've had that show this show before, yeah, you know. Hey, you know, we 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 realize that the system is rigged, especially um, when it comes to men and, and, and custody and and uh, you know CPS and child support. You know, yes, yeah, domestic violence and um, yeah. yeah, you know, the system that. is set up to support to, to support and protect the women. You can't yeah. even say it's set up to protect the kids because we know that's not true. So well, that's their premise, protect- though. That's their that's their rationalization. They always want to say, "Well, we have to do what's in favor of the children." So we're going to leave. We're going to take the kids. We don't want to go with mommy, but we're going to stack these kids up in mommy's house. She has no job, but she can live off the state, and she's getting alimony from her husband, who never wanted to have the kids in the first place. Or <laughs> how about this? How about that? Uh, uh, that? Of all the households, there's, um, of all the households in America that have kids, let's say three or more children, okay? The odds are 25% of the households, if you have three or more children, that one of those kids do not belong to the father. Wow. Uh, that, uh, <laughs> okay. That would they have Dina for? That would they have Dina for? Hmm. Oh, man. You know who Dina is, don't you? Dina? No. DNA. Oh, <laughs> that Dina. 
that demon. <laughs> yeah, but if you don't suspect it, you know. And talk about gullible. There was <laughs> this I read about two years ago. Um, guy um, is um, marries his girlfriend. Okay, she gets both <laughs> both of white. Okay, she <laughs> she gives birth to a to a black baby. She says the baby is not black. She says she never slept with anybody who was black, and there's no black in, in her lineage, and there's no black in his lineage. And she manages to convince him that the baby's white. What? What? <laughs> I didn't laugh. The guy must have been yeah. so much in love with her. He's just saying, all right. This baby was just born with a deep speaking tan. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I, I, you know what? And that, that, that is what you call true love, people. Oh, that is yeah. true love right oh, there. Yeah. Now, oh. some would say that's just due stupidity, but I'm looking at it the positive side. That's true love. Yeah, you have to look at the positive side. Yeah, he, he basically said, look, you know, I know it's not mine, but I'm going to treat it as mine. That's a man right there. That's a man right there. That's what that is. Nah, he's not yeah. saying he knows it's not his. He's saying, yes, this baby's mine, but your baby has very curly hair. Your baby is dark skin. Your baby has Okay, you know what, Jojo? That, that is possible. It is possible. No, yeah. that's called coal in the woodpile. No, it, it, it is it is possible. It really is. Just like it's possible for black people, black kids to be born with blue eyes. That's it's possible. True. That's true. But that, but their relatives are either fathers or grandfathers or mothers or grandmothers. But you can't. But the woman was saying she never slept with anybody who was black. Okay. Hi. Oh, and the guy says, "All right, right, baby." Okay, maybe she did. Well, it might have been a switch up in the in the nursery. That's well, that what Venus for, like Eric said. <laughs> hey, then, Eric, you know what? It might be a switch up. <laughs> uh, I know you would switch too. up, Yankee. Don't don't go there, Yankee. You the biggest that's switch happened. up I know. So stop, huh? That's, that's happened. happened. Yeah, of switching, course. Um, you know, not switching the black baby. with white. Yeah. It probably has been, but. Yeah, there have been switches of uh, babies, and you don't know it until yeah. uh, the kids. You know, that, you know. Look, look, that's been going on for a while. My mom told me a story. Told me a story. May she rest in peace. About how they gave her the wrong child. She realized. Wait a minute. Now my baby got a knot on his neck. This is not my baby. You know. So <laughs> even back then, in the, in the early '60s, I mean, really. Mm. So yeah, it, it, it happens. You know, and then you got to think about it too. And see, see, this way it gets broad at. You know, oh, yeah. you got the baby trade, and you know, mm-hmm. all kind of things that can happen. You know, there's you know, a lot of CPS, there's a lot of CPS, um, offices around the nation that are losing their um, credibility, accreditation, rather, because they they just aren't doing what's right, and people are beginning to catch up with with what's going with the wrongdoings that is going on. Of course, they're saying, "Well, we don't have we don't have the, the the personnel to do it." You know, so a lot of times they're falsifying documents and saying they're making visits when they haven't been nowhere near the, the the child to see how the child is doing and things of that nature. So, okay, so you, well, you you don't rode this horse to death. So, what's next? 
Hey, I was about to suggest it. Um, Eric, you're on Facebook, and, and Pianti, I presume you're on Facebook, too. I'm not. So, what? A good topic would be, are you a baby that's been switched at birth? Did you want to go back to your true parents, or did you want to stay <laughs> with the parents that you think are your parents? Wow. Depends if it's a choice between Donald Trump and Jesse Jackson. And Pianchi, you'd be right in heaven with either one of them, wouldn't you? No, I'd choose Donald Trump. I know you would. I know you would. I know you would. But if you can hug and ride with Jesse for a little while, you'd do that too. You know, you got you got one of them you got one of them swivels on, on your on your feet. You know, you swivel one side to the other. It just depends on where you're going, where you want to be. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So Crystal J four zero four, welcome to the show. I'm glad you're in the chat room. You know, uh, but the, the bottom line is, I you know, I'm gonna get my my taste on this the way I think, and basically I don't feel like it should change. And if anything, I think they should raise it a couple. But like like the you know the argument is, it's a natural thing. So how do you prevent it from happening? That. Um, that, that's, that's- that's, that's a fallacious argument. Everything's natural. But yeah, you have to take into consideration the responsibility factor. Are uh, these kids responsible enough? Now, some kids could be at 13 or 14, but the older you are, the um, the greater the probability uh, is that the, the, the greater majority of kids will become more responsible as they grow older. So, you know, but... I always blame everything on the parents anyway. I think parents should <laughs> should let the parents should let the kids know you're going to have urges. It's going to be natural for you to want to go into the bleachers. It's going to be natural for you to want to do your girlfriend and your boyfriend and yada yada yada. But, you know what? Uh, you know what, Joe? And I'm with you. And I'm be honest with you. In our days, yeah, that was natural. That's what we wanted to do. In today's today's kids, I don't know if that would I'd rather want to play um 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 video games or something. You know? <laughs> I really do. Mm, and I think yeah, well, if if you're fifteen and you and you would rather play video games and go out with chicks, ah, well, all right. At least yeah. um, at least you're not gonna make your parents <laughs> worry about you getting some girlfriend. <laughs> but yeah, well, <laughs> well, well. You know, I, I you know th- that's just one of those questions. That's just, I guess you can say there is there is no right or wrong answer. There's just uh, logic and whatever else. Logic versus <laughs> emotion. Yeah. yeah, I mean whatever. I mean, what else could there could there be with this? You know, whatever. I mean, but I still say a 26 year old man shouldn't be bringing no 18 year girl home talking about yeah this is my wife 18 <laughs> year old you don't think a 26 year old guy can um, no an 18, you don't think an 18 year old would be responsible enough? no I don't that's not in my opinion that ain't no. your that ain't your well yeah it's your opinion but you can't deny theirs well she living in my house are. I can't if she living in my house I can well <laughs> she can solve that real easy by getting on the phone yeah Getting on the phone and doing what? Calling Division Family Service and a whole bunch of other people. She, look, she can call who the hell she want to. That wouldn't bother me either. Yeah. They, but they, if an 18 year old or even younger, think that. Is she going to go live with them? 
Well, yeah, that's what that's what they're gonna do anyway. Well, then, okay. In other words, then, I'm saying you can't stop them. Oh, I can stop them. Don't say I, you can't. There's never there's never anything that you can't stop. Now the question is, what method will you choose to stop it? Is the question you should be asking. <laughs> you know what happened to Eddie Long? Was that Eddie Long that whooped, spanked his daughter, or one of those other preachers that spanked no, his that, daughter and that, wouldn't let him go out? That was Cleflo, Cleflo Dollar. Oh, what he, happened he to paid, him? He paid a little bit of money, did a little community service, and that was it. Then he turned around and asked the congregation to buy him a jet. That's what happened to Keflo Dollar. And he still he let his daughter fly fly from city to city, I guess, huh? And, and still, you know, hey. <laughs> you know, and I think. All right, what's your next topic, Eric? I ain't through with this topic. I told you you don't run my show, Pianke. Now, as I was saying, you know, and, and, and <laughs> what is, what, what, what are the parents' options here? You know, should parents just say, um, okay, all right, it's fine, go ahead. I, I can't stop you anyway. Or try to do something. Well, you know? okay, I'm going to give you my advice as a person who's not a parent, so I'm going to speak theoretically, but I do know what would have affected me as a child. Mm-hmm. If you speak to your kids, if you've already uh, gained the trust and respect of your children ever since they were born, by the time they're 11, 12, 13, or 14, as I was saying before, if you don't, you don't really have to infuse within them the fear of God, even though that could help, but you should just let them know, look, if you get pregnant, let's say you've got a daughter, and now you're going to settle down with a boy who does not have a job, here are uh, the expenses of raising a family, being on your own, um, et cetera, et cetera. As a matter of fact, I think somebody who was a who's a mother, I think she had a talk show on BTR about two years ago, and she said she sat down with her boy uh-huh. to let him know that yes, you're a boy, you can go out there and screw around, but look what happens when you're you know when you get that girl pregnant. So she showed him the um, the cost of diapers, milk, the um, the cost of staying home on the weekends as opposed to going out with your friends. Um, mm the emotional stress of being together all the time. So that helped him realize, you know, that his mother was on his side. She wasn't trying to, you know, lob his head off. What she was trying to do was just let him know, look, I understand the predicament you're in. I understand urges. But don't let your urges get um, get the best of your future. And she was doing it in a way to make the boy feel that she was on his side. So the kid, um, I guess after that, I guess she had more uh, more trust in him, and she was relieved because it seemed as though I guess it worked. The kid, he was a more responsible kid. You know, you know what that makes a lot of sense. You know, instead of just talking to him, showing. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know, I don't know about y'all. Remember in school, well, um, what was it? It was some class. Well, you, they had to take the, the little baby home for a little while. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, oh, those kids didn't yeah. like it. When those kids had, the, had that mechanical baby, and that mechanical baby woke them up at 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, yeah. and they yeah. had to change diapers, uh-uh, they didn't like it. And that was uh-huh. only after about a week or two. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, so, 
Uh, I don't know. You know, I guess I guess the the bottom line is you can only be um, practical and, and maybe take the stuff that the mother did, you know, and sit down and talk to your child and say, well, this is what happened, you know, and take them through the steps like she did, yeah. you know. Or if you have an example in your family somewhere, have them go and sit down and talk to them. You know, but I, uh-huh. I, I really, I really, to me, I, I do feel that, you know, it's, in Pianchi were 12 and 13, no, no, no. I can't see that, no, 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 no. Because, you know, as I said, I got a problem with 26 and 18, so. <laughs> you know, and, and I guess, and I guess maybe as, as as I've gotten older, my, my um, train of thought has changed. You know, so maybe maybe at twenty six, maybe I was thinking the same thing. Oh, she ain't nothing but seven years younger than me. She out of school, so okay. You know, she a senior in school, but sitting here now, looking back, mm-hmm. no, I, I can't see it. I really don't. I really well, don't. You know, I, I, to me personally, it doesn't bother me. But at eighteen, if the girl has been brought up properly, now that's a big if. So let's say uh-huh. she was. She, she's well aware of what could happen to her, you know, uh, by being pregnant. So if she wants to go out with a guy who is 26 years of age, man, he's not a liar. He's not a gigolo. He's not giving her STDs. But I would say it's not her, just her body. It's her choice of her social uh, social life. If, she's, if he's good to her and she's good to him, I wouldn't be bothered by it. Most people assume that if you're like, not even, not even if you're 26, let's say you're 29, 30, people always assume that the guy is out to hurt the girl or doesn't give a rat's ass about the girl's feelings, and all he wants is just a piece of butt and wants to move on. That isn't true. Hmm. Well... I guess this is a conversation that that I can continue to go on for a long time. But here's here's one more question before we maybe change the subject. <clears throat> when does it become pedophilia, though? Know? Pedophilia. Law, pedophilia. Because yeah. law says it's 16. I'm just Those wondering when. Way, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I'm wondering. I guess if you're 16 and the boy is 17, that would become kind of a statutory rape, and I, you become a sex offender. I guess technically you could become a, a, pedoph- a pedophile. Yeah, yeah. Now, see, and uh, you know that's another thing you have to look into. And, and, and you know, if if everything was on up and up and um. um you know, honest across the board. I guess mm-hmm. it would be such a, a a a problem, but we know for sure that it's not like that. <laughs> you know, anytime the boy is into a relationship with a young girl, a female, or whatever, he's at a disadvantage because our laws are uh, are there to to protect the young girl, the okay. girl, and the women, and and not the young men. So I think we really need to talk to our young men. Uh, more than we do to young girls. But that's the way I think about it, anyway. Well, yeah, that I um, have a, a, a son, yeah. We need to talk yeah, to well, them. I mean, he has a lot to lose. She she always has the final choice of either of having the baby or not. So I always put the onus on the woman because she she's the only one who can make the choice. Now, I don't like it when some stupid broad says, well, you shouldn't have put it in her. Well, he, unless he raped her, he put it in her with her knowing what the consequences are. 
Now, I as a man, I know the consequences of the law. Okay? So I would not do it. But at the same uh-huh. time, I don't have veto power. <laughs> I would want I want a reciprocal choice. I want a mutual consent um with <clears throat> with regards to uh the pregnancy. If a man and a woman say I don't want a child and in addition to that if the woman says even if I get pregnant I will have an abortion that man should not be held liable for one dime for that child. And I guarantee you the abortion rate would go up by 90%. Well, uh, well, <laughs> the way the way things are going, I don't know if the abortion rate is just going to go down, you know, the way they're trying to pass laws. But um, uh, I don't know, Joe, because remember that, that the, the story I did some years ago about mm-hmm. the two um, um, lesbians up in um, Kansas? Where they had the guy sign the, the contract saying they didn't want anything from him and he didn't have to, you know, pay child support or anything like that. And when they had trouble and broke up and the one um, filed for support, you know, from the state, the state went after him and made him pay child support. Regardless um, I don't of remember the show, but it doesn't surprise yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's like the it, it contract don't sign, you know, Agreements uh, uh, don't matter when the state wants you, huh? Yeah. I said even if, yeah, the con- even the contract this thing. Did you hear the one about the sperm donor? The sperm donor, I think so. But go ahead. Okay, and you know about the sperm banks around the United States. So a guy gives his sperm, and uh-huh. the sperm is supposed to be anonymous. But the uh, woman takes the sperm, um, gets pregnant, finds out who the owner of the sperm is, and sues him and wins. <laughs> oh no! Oh, mercy. Okay. You know, I I'll go ahead and, and sue sue the sperm bank. <laughs> so we have two suits suits going on at the same time. Yeah, well, yeah, breach of confidentiality, and um, yeah. you know, the one about when you got me pregnant, I donated to a sperm bank for the purpose of anonymity to help out a woman who is infertile, now that you've gotten pregnant, you're going to sue me for child support? Come on, <laughs> tell me that the law isn't, um, isn't geared towards divide and conquer. It isn't geared towards creating animosity as opposed to um, um, creating um, a true relationship. I don't know what the law is geared toward anymore. I, I really don't. <laughs> not the word, the protection of the I, citizens. I, look, That's look, honestly, I just keep, I, I just try and keep my head up and clean enough to where I don't have to be involved in it. <laughs> we hope. I know this, yeah, you know that 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 sounds crazy, but that's the way it is. All right, so I guess um, Barbie has something else to do. Now, this was his last chance. Now he's gonna call in next week with that craziness. And say, hey man, can't do it no more. <laughs> you had your shot. <laughs> All right, so now I'm opening the, the flows up to um, the flow up to um, whatever you want to talk about, whatever you're talking about. So let's talk. Oh, let's there was do some, oh I came across a good topic um, yesterday, and I'm forgetting what it is because uh, it was it was it's crazy. Uh, What's that? I'm forgetting what it is. It's so nuts. It just slipped my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's nuts. It's really nuts. Oh, Lord have mercy. Okay. Well, um, 
might think of it if you jog my memory if you're if you forget on a similar topic. Well, yeah, sure, a similar topic. Yeah, um, I don't know what this. I forget. Um, it, it has to do with the law, but I'm forgetting if it's about. Um, it's weird laws and states. I'm. I don't quite remember if it had to do with paternity or something else. Was it about the uh, the Congress, the Senate, and and, and the Republicans holding up something so they can deny um, gay gay something for gay rights? I forgot what it was. It, it, was, was, it wasn't. No, it wasn't that. That was that was something else. Oh, okay. Um. It was, did I you came know? Across it, I read it briefly, and then I and then I said, "Oh shit!" And then I just went on and did something else. Did but, you know that um, Google is coming up with this stuff to where if you get hit by a car, it's like glue. You know how people get hit by a car and you fly off. Well, right. if you get hit by a car, you just get to stick on it. Just now, oh, what the heck is going on with this what mess? <laughs> well, huh? Why would it stick on the car, man? In order Why? to prevent the guy from bouncing around in the, on the asphalt? Yeah, but think about it. That hood of that car probably hot as heck, so I'm getting third-degree, fourth-degree burns. I mean, really? Yeah, <laughs> right. That too, yeah. Yeah. You know, unless it's going to be some special kind of a tarp type of glue or what have you. Uh, yeah, fire like, uh, Yeah. yeah. So what do you think? It seems like they're putting more and more driverless cars out here for tests, you know, for tests. Oh, uh, uh, forget about I saw, it. I saw so, a couple of them around in um, Austin, Texas. What are your thoughts on those things? Yeah, See, you, protected. you know, it sounds good that now if you trust, um, you know, the engineering, you can get into the car, you go to your destination, and you can ride hands-free, and you can enjoy the ride. Okay? That's cool. The thing is, though, is that these cars are going to be operated. I'm sure that the government, like, they want um, a backdoor key to the iPhones so that they can always open up the encryption anytime they want. Guaranteed, they'll want some sort of backdoor to the software that will control the cars so that they can stop the cars or just take over control of the cars and make the cars drive off um, into any direction they want, right? Wow. That, I had never thought about it like that. Oh, yeah. Ah, you know, between the drones and and the the driverless cars, I guess they will have complete control one way or another, huh? That and cashless society and, yeah, the drones, the taking control of the cars, the everything by, um, uh, what's what's the expression, everything on the Internet, everything connected to the Internet, your, um, your utility bills, um, what programs you're watching, everything will be controlled by the government or monitored by the government, even more than our telephone calls and our emails. Oh, man. <laughs> so, Don't say that. Mm-hmm. Don't say yeah. that. Yeah, and, that, and that's getting closer to what I was, what I was forgetting, something closer to the, to the minority report, something to do with technology, I believe, that... Uh, forget. Ah, forget. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it'll come back if to you. If I was close to my PC, I would just look it up, and my PC's shut down. So. Yeah. Oh, you you know how man, the government is spending billions of dollars on space technology to fight a war in space. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. This is something we discussed briefly on your show before. 
Do you know where the where NASA is getting their um, their rockets for their for the space launches? Don't tell me China. Russia. <laughs> well, I guess Russia. Okay, why Russia? Why Russia? Who knows? But I mean, uh, that kind of decision coming down from my, I guess it's the State Department. Don't know. So that they can authorize that an enemy of ours. And Russia's been our enemy since World War II. Okay? Right. We're right. in a Cold War, detente, enemy environment with Russia and China. For us to allow our enemy to, for us to be dependent on them to make sure that our space program can actually go forward the way that we want it to. Because all Russia has to do is say, no, we're not giving you any more parts. We're not giving you any more um, first, uh, what would they call it? Uh, they have the, the uh, piece, uh, your, first stage. Your, I mean, let's, 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 let's look at this. You know, let's look at it. Now, you say in Russia, mm-hmm. but look where we get all our technology and, and, and electronics from. China. Okay? Once again, let's, let's look at this realistically. Between the two of them, we're just all in trouble. We're just in trouble, right? We're well, in trouble. Yeah. Uh, we're remember, in trouble like, yeah, because... Yeah, remember all, the, the yeah. shutdown in California at the docks, at the ports that time, when they had all those shipping containers just sitting out there in the ocean? Do you know who's <laughs> you know, responsible so, for that? That's another thing. Those ports, if I remember correctly, and even if, and even if those ports aren't the ones that I'm thinking about, we had ports important ports here in America, which are owned by the Arabs, not rented out, not leased, owned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you know, we might as well just give our country over to the enemy. But that what makes America great. What oh, you talking, you know, talking about? Sure. Multiculturalism, <laughs> that's what I like. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's a, a young lady. I heard the story earlier today. A young lady that had a cap on, uh, on, and that was she had. And all she had, America was never great. All right, Joe, turn your computer down. All right, and and it was interesting because she said she has been getting death threats and everything. I said she just meant it to, you know, um, as a response to Trump, you know, make America great again. You know, and it was just crazy. And come to find out, she just happened to be African American. So you know that that really lit up a what whole. What do you mean it's crazy? <laughs> Here he go. What am What am I talking about, Pianki? What do you mean, make America great? The slogan. How do you mean it's crazy? Well, you know, I have to agree with the young lady. America ain't never been great. Great to who? That's not true. It has been great. Great to who, Pianki? Well, the it was upon. great for Americans. Yeah, right. That's, that's great true. for Americans. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. so who? Okay. <laughs> okay, great for Americans, huh? Which Americans, Pianki? What do you mean, which? It was great for Americans. I remember the days when you uh, could go to school. I mean, which when Americans, schools and buildings didn't which have Americans? metal detectors. You didn't have to empty your pocket and take off your shoes and cap, yeah. belts, and tell what you are there for before being allowed to enter. That, that yeah. was great days. Uh, but the thing is, is that yeah, That's during a, the oh, uh, prior, you know, before uh, Jim Crow ended, the Southern blacks, it wasn't really America for them. Okay. 
But at the same time, um, when you take a look at the stats about black people back in the 50s, 60s, early 70s, didn't uh, didn't the black uh, population have lower um, unemployment, higher median income, lower incidences of pregnancy, and higher rates? And what happened to all that, Joe? What happened to all that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Look, it didn't just go away, though. It just didn't go away. Well, Mr. Smith, what happened to it? I mean, what you're talking about, you have people up in the north never experienced no Jim Crow. That's a lie. Uh, My family never experienced none of this stuff. Blacks was voting. Pianki, we already know you you can send your child. You can send your child to the store without fear of him getting shot. Shot up and everything. Those are the good old days, Eric. Those are the good old like days, Like Trump huh? talks about. <laughs> yeah. And those are the days of segregation. Ah, okay. And, okay. I remember so, the days when you could leave your children. Okay, so we're just going to keep it vanilla like, like that, right? Keep what? We're just going to keep it vanilla just like that. We can keep it strawberry if you want. Okay. All right. Well, I'm with the young lady. I don't think America ever been great. Well, we've been going down and here I, on the line. And I, and I am a veteran. You benefit from slavery. I benefit from slavery since when? You better hear it than being over there with Boko Haram, don't you think? I don't know, Pianki. I don't know. I don't know. That, that is a good question. No, nah, it's better over here than being over in Africa. With and at least... How long we been on the air for over an hour? Your lecture didn't go off. Okay. If it does, I can turn it back on. And you haven't had a child get conscripted into the army. He's twelve years of age. Look, I I know if it goes off, Pianki, I know how to turn it back on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you gonna throw a wire over the power wire in the backyard? I don't need to do all that. No, you don't do have to that. fight malaria. Oh, well, no, it's Zika this year. Last year was Ebola. Oh, remember Next year Ebola? Was Zika, Zika so now, is colorful. Zika. Zika go in. And, yeah. and now, oh, yeah, and now, of course, they have um, a HIV vaccine that they'll be trying out within a year or so in South Africa. Really? Really? Oh, really? That means that a lot of, uh, you know that a lot of black people in South Africa are going to become um, in um, impotent. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> you got so decent roads. You don't have to, your suspension won't be falling out from underneath your cars. You can drive above 35 miles an hour on roads. And your streets and don't flood. And that makes it great, Yank. In the rain. And every day, and every day, we get told more lies, deeper and deeper, and we have no idea what the real truth is. If it can walk up to us right now and slap us in our face, but you we can we go to the store, redoing real buy well. food that won't no, end up uh, giving you food poisoning. Come on, man, that's like esoteric material-like stuff. Come on, it's not. It's very important. Who to who? Unless you you're going to go to schools that in the building the air conditioned. Well, the standard of living is better today. Uh, not the standard of living. 
the technology has provided greater conveniences than it was in the past. But the standard so of you, living today is worse than it was in the So you yeah. benefited from the horrible yeah. event for, to yeah. some, but apparently you guess, made guess, it through and benefited guess, from slavery. I guess, I guess Flint, Michigan is benefiting from all that lead in their water too, right? Not to mention the yes, fluoride. It's, ad- it's being yeah. addressed. It's been Not addressed. Not only the fluoride in the water, but we've got 48 nuclear reactors, which have well, fissures in them. That's maybe what well, I was thinking of. Hmm. Say what, Joe? 48 nuclear reactors have dangerous fissures in them. In other words, they've been around so long, and the concrete is, um, you know, has broken apart, and they're worried um, about leaks from these 48 nuclear reactors around the country to be like Fukushima. You know, yeah, so you're in good shape, uh, Eric. You'd be a whole lot worse. If I keep listening to you, I am going to be worse, Bianchi. <laughs> now, go ahead and finish what you're saying, Joe. I kind of lost track of what you were saying. Go ahead. I was saying that we have 48 nuclear reactors. You know how nuclear energy back in the 60s, and the, not the 60s, but the 70s and 80s, was supposed to be the brand new thing. And that was supposed to maintain our lights uh, for centuries and centuries. That was going to be the the replacement for uh, fossil fuels. Well, people don't don't remember how expensive it is to build a nuclear reactor. It's $2 billion and up, and it's very hard to get insurance. You probably have to know somebody in the government in order to have that approved. Well, one thing is they almost always create these nuclear reactors over water, which is about as stupid as you can get. And secondly, right now, we have 48 nuclear reactors, which have fissures in them and other, um, other indicators of, of danger, of leaking um, of radiation, so that at least a few could turn into Fukushima. Wow. You know, but, but how many of them are active, though? No, because I, I, I do believe, I think one, a little while ago, they were talking about deactivating some of them. You know? Well, so how they can't be a huge number of them because the, um, the communities rely on these nuclear reactors to a huge degree. Mm. Uh, okay. But I thought it was Newton trying to move move away from... And make sure that you have elect- constant electrical supply, Eric. Oh, here we go with this bull crap. I know how to live by fire. Yeah, but have, we're not I'm, talking about. I, I mean, I have, you, your dark. school district cannot live by fire, man. Come on, man. What the Yankee? I'm gonna let you keep your 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 as Michigan would say your European loving thoughts to yourself, okay? <laughs> what do you mean European? You're in the United States of America, man. Because that's what you sound like right now. Anyway, anyway. Um, you know where Michigan is? Wait a minute. You know where Michigan is right now? Michigan man is right now? No, where's Michigan man he's, at right now? He's someplace in the United States of America enjoying himself as a citizen, taking advantage of the paved and safe roads, taking advantage uh, of the fact that he can uh, 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 get gasoline uh, 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 and fuel at uh, will. Uh, I want to hear all that crap no more. Anyway. <laughs> uh, the day is Friday. I ain't trying to hear all that. And I'm not trying to hear all that. Uh, you know, if, go to go go back to where you came from, Pianchi. Remember the um, the article that I came across. It was weird laws, but yeah, I probably remember as soon as we hang up. What? 
you know, it's about well, the, uh, something interesting, something weird, which, of course, is, is the norm. Weirdness is not weird anymore. Weirdness is the new norm, especially when it's done know? by the government. Well, the you know, there was, the first, there was the first penis, penis, penile transplant. So they, they, they transplanted us. Oh, good one penis, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they sure that's, did. They yeah, said he should be able to work. Right? He should be able to work. He work his thing pretty good there. After a while, <laughs> now that's I good. don't know for sure. <laughs> but okay. Oh, how about this? Um, KFC, they've gotten um, at least one or two stores completely run by robots now. You can't walk in and see a human being. See, you know, and that goes back to what we're saying with the with the um, cars, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it, it's it's to the point now to where it, I know technology is supposed to be good. You know, I know this. However, I, I feel that basically what it's doing is making it make it's making humans lazier. And not like, you know, a lot of us are active, you know, anyway. But just think, robots, not to mention, okay, so who's getting paid Who's getting paid to work inside the store? The robots? Not, right? The robot, yeah. But, no but the company, but the company but look, but the company who owns the robot, mm-hmm. right, they're making the money, correct? Right. So, in other words, we, we, we up in the unemployment rate. Of but course. they're gonna switch up in the economy That's the at the same thing. time. That's the whole thing. There's a good video out. Uh, what's it called? Uh, You're not safe or something like that. Robots are robots are taking over, and the prediction is, and the, and the video seems to make sense. Is that in a few years, not that many years, maybe 20 years, mm-hmm. there'll be enough robots taking over everybody's job. It doesn't matter if you're a salesman, an accountant, a, um, a bureaucrat, um, a, a burger flipper, a car driver, trucker, cab driver, babysitter. Everything will be taken over by robots. And if that happens, what's going to happen to the people with no jobs? Well, our, our skills treatments will have jobs, but... Uh... Who's going to have them? You can't sue ro- robots. They, they're they immune to vacation time, pregnancy, t- want to be off. And well, I mean, eventually, sure. I mean, if you're in business. They don't make mistakes. Right. They mix something wrong and poison the hell out of folks. Yeah. You don't have to argue with them. They're, um, they don't go to sleep. Oh. And if you, you don't have to worry like, about a lawsuit if you pat one on the butt. Well, that's right. So in the future, if you don't hire a robot, you've got to be a moron. <laughs> well, here's here's my thought. You pat one on the button, he reach around and tear your arm off. Then it's good for you. Um, you know what though? That's interesting because I know Walmart's here. They've been to try something where you call in and you order your groceries, and by the time you get there, you know they'll bring the groceries out to you. I'm like. You know, as a society, have we got to that point now to where we can't walk in and, and do our own grocery shopping? Really? That's now, the benefit of being in this marvelous country, the United States of America. Okay. All right. Here we. Well, I ain't trying to hear that no more, Pianki. But it's true. I ain't trying to hear that anymore, Pianki. I'm, I'm, that's all I'm saying. All right. Um, but, you know, I understand technology as good as I said before. But 
can it be a point to where we have too much technology? To where you know, people just nobody's telling you you have to buy it or participate in it. Okay. All right. But eventually it's going to get to the point to where uh, it's all you're going to see. So then what? So I guess we should take the GPS off of our our tractors. I guess we should take the get away from using the modern technology for picking radishes, grapes, Oranges, cabbage, you complain about illegal aliens. Now we have the mechanization where you don't need them. Number one, why are these people called aliens? You know, do they look funny or something? They come from outer space? Because they are the aliens. They're immigrants, but they're not aliens, really? They're illegal aliens. Uh, yeah, I, I just feel them aliens. Uh, don't See, once again. <laughs> They you don't know, speak the language, and then a lot of them don't like to eat the food. Well, some of them say you don't speak the language and won't eat the food. Are you They're not supposed to speak their language and eat their food. Hey, why not? Oh, because Americans have a, have a distinct culture, which is different than those coming over from the but eastern work, block, the minute, western but block. But, still, but when uh-huh. you go to a restaurant and then back in the kitchen cooking your food, right, you have no problem yeah. with that, right? If I have a problem with legal and illegal immigrants here. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm because just saying. if food tastes good doesn't mean I want them here. <laughs> but you still eat the food. Yeah, I still eat the food because they're here. Oh, right, but yeah. the benefit to America <laughs> versus the cost of having right. legal and illegal right. immigrants. I got it. Here. I got it. It's, oh, okay. it's like it's like military bases over overseas. You know, you you bring, put them on the bus, bring them in. They do whatever job they got to do. You put them on the bus and then you ship them back where they came from. <laughs> well, I don't want them on the bus. Like I said, I don't want legal or illegal immigrants here. You cannot have um, it's like physics. In the laws of physics, two objects cannot occupy the same space at the same time. Okay. Now, unless somebody's going to call in and start talking about quantum mechanics, I don't want to hear that crap. So. Just like the laws of physics, if if a person is here in America, they either have to steal to make money, print up money, which they can't do unless they're expert counterfeiters, or get a job, okay? So if they get a job, they are taking the job away from somebody who, who um, who could have been an American who could have had that job. Now, here's the dichotomy in America, okay? This is how... Americans, to me, are stupid. There'll be Americans who will say, but they came over here because they want to have a, a, a better standard of living and they want to escape tyranny and a yada, yada, yada. Well, yeah, but so do burglars and homeless people, but I don't see you inviting homeless people over to your house, and I don't see you getting thrilled to death when a burglar steals your shit. Also, um, then the same people will say, but they're over here to have a greater life. The same liberals are going to say, well, you know what? We need the unions because Americans deserve to have a minimum wage of $15 an hour. Well, if Americans deserve to have this minimum wage of $15 an hour, then why would they want to work 
um, at some particular farm picking lettuce or picking uh, radishes for two bucks an hour. What do you think, Joe, about this last stupid thing Obama did about giving salary workers? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Ain't that about the silliest damn thing? You know what? Look, look, and I think here's the here's what everybody is missing with this thing, with the the, the federal overtime thing and the fifteen dollar an hour thing. It's, it's like the Emancipation Proclamation. It was a it's a political move. Okay, we did it. Uh, we we tried. We tried. Of course, companies are gonna say, uh huh, yeah. Because yeah. let's be honest, anything Mr. Smith does, he always leaves a loophole for if someone's smart enough to get out of it. It's simple. Cut the hours. Turn that's what from, doing. Well, yes, that's what yeah. they're going to do. But what did you yeah. come up with a notion like that anyway? A salary person is supposed to get in overtime. It's salary people pro- don't get overtime. It's, it's part of the program. It's part of the program, man. That's what I'm saying. We're all in a program. It's part of the program. My engineers never got overtime. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm they're probably lucky you paid them. Let me pray. Let me the pray hourly workers, the field workers, get overtime, but the you know, but the let's, salary let's, workers don't. But let's be honest, though. You know, usually, especially in in, in uh, um, fast food restaurants and places like that, um, salary workers, man, they get the snot worked out of them. They really do. Uh, so, you know, I know it was it was good. It sounded good, but we all know it's not it's not nothing that's going to be. Um, workable anytime soon anyway. It was just another one of them political things to say, okay, this is what I done while I was in office. There I tried. That's exactly. all. He just wanted right. to this, establish his legacy on yeah. the backs of the American people. Right. Hey, that's what they all do, don't they? <laughs> Let me Absolutely. bring up. Name one. <laughs> Name one right. don't. Go ahead, Maze. Welcome to the show. Oh, yeah. So when you say the robot's going to be doing the jobs and stuff? Well, the private uh-huh. company that the Republican like to run, when the robot tells something and people cars don't work and having accidents on the robot and not putting it together, they're gonna sue the private company that owned the robot. That's how they sue. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know why we have people complaining about people coming into this country because everybody that's here, ancestors came from somewhere to this country, because America don't belong to every, to, to nobody. Um, it's just Native Americans. Okay. And so. they probably wish everybody would leave. Right, so because the Constitution dictates that you do that. Don't tell me nothing about no Constitution. <laughs> That's I why. Uh, when people get sleep deprived, they do stuff like this, Mr. Talk. Say what, uh, Maze? He needs yeah, to sleep. sleep deprived. You're he not leaving anytime soon, Maze. You're enjoying it. Y'all is just he a woman. Uh, uh, being messy. Pionky. <laughs> <laughs> he been agi- he been trying to agitate you ever since he's been on the air. And you keep slapping them on back out the way. <laughs> um, I, 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 I about ain't the nobody want to hear that stuff. Man, pretty much. But y'all don't want to hear it. Pretty There's much. There's nothing good. <laughs> Whoa. All right, hold on. Let me bring this other caller. You through Maze? <laughs> I, I, hope Maze. I hope Maze is through. All right. We, hope, we know you hope I'm finished. <laughs> okay. Eric Cole, 540. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Oh, Oh, this is Jabbar. Well, I got, I got, a, I got something for Maze. My people didn't come from no other country. I don't know about you, but my people were the Aboriginal and Indigenous. 
And we're well, called Moors, American Moors. My ancestors did. Nobody thinking about yours, Mays. Uh, PR, just be quiet. Go to sleep. Uh, my ancestors are Native Americans and Africans. Mm. So I don't know about yours. And a whole well, lot of people. I thought you just said everybody came, from came here from some somebody part of Africa, else. So you get it right. From some part of Africa. So what else you got to say? You, you may, well, you may No, no, right listen, there. listen. The, the landmass was one but you until say, it's broke. So a lot of people didn't come from other parts of America. Uh, uh, of quote unquote Africa, it was they were already here. Well, some of them were already here, Native Americans. And I'm one of those, but I'm, I'm referred too. to as a more. And I have American my paperwork more. too. I have the paperwork to show, show it, prove it to you. Hello. I got, I got the blood I and I got my answers. I got you the blood and I got my answers. I don't need no paperwork. Well, yes, you do. Who did you get your paperwork from? What you say? Who did you get your paperwork from? From my uh, old relatives that keep stuff. You know, things like antique stuff and pictures and, and documents. Do you have any of those? No, I don't have those, so you can but just I don't need them. I got my skin color. And your breast too. And I and with my and with my grandparents told me. Yeah, what your grandparents told you? Yeah. What did they, they told you? Guess what? I got to see my great-great-grandmother. And also, the one that was slaved, that, that carved her... Her, her name in the back of the cabinet. Uh-huh. Put the date and where she came from. So if you don't have what all that, you don't tell me what I can say and what I can't. Get what was right. the date? Well, no, what I'm saying so to you is that you can't speak for everybody. A, I'm not speaking for everybody. When I you say said I, everybody, I said else everybody came from somewhere else. Well, everybody did. The Native Americans was here. She and did they say everybody, everybody else didn't off she? Of this planet, Thank you. You, you came from She absolutely said everybody. I heard Joe complain. Everybody uh, else came from somewhere else. So who, who is this everybody else? I was responding to what Joe said. I wasn't even <laughs> who talking is this to everybody else? else? When Joe said people coming into this country, I said this country belongs to everybody. Mexicans? What? Are you who talking about everybody? the Mexicans? You're talking about uh, Hispanic people, maybe? Yeah. Well, is that who you're talking about? They were born here, too. I ain't okay. no problem with nobody coming. I don't have a problem with anybody coming into this country. Just because you do, that's not my problem. Well, um, America is because a continent. Because I think San Antonio, I think the Alamo used to belong to them. America is a continent. Back. So the Mexicans are Americans. What? America I is a Alamo continent. I said Alamo used to belong to them, and they do want it back. And you got nutty Americans talking about seceding from the Union. What you going to do with those people that want to secede? You going to follow them? They can't secede from what Union? Those are European Those are European colonies which were former states. Really? So, So what are you talking about? I said they want to secede from the Union, the United what States union? of America. That's what they want to do. What and union they want to take a part. They want to take United part of Texas and make it, and make it. I don't know where they want to go because if they take part of Texas, they are going to go into Mexico. So, Mister Smartwood, whoever you are, I don't care if you don't recognize your ancestors. I'm going to recognize mine because I know I have them. And as I, I, oh, I say, I completely recognize anybody mine. in this country can come to it. Because some came to it and didn't want to be here, and they were brought here, not on their own free will. And the ones coming now trying to get here on their own free will. And there's nothing nobody should have to say about it. Because they're not taking no jobs from you. Because most of the, some of the jobs over in other countries that was here. So maybe those people that got a problem, you can run on over there to those countries and find your job over there. If you are an illegal or a legal immigrant, you are taking And nobody shouldn't be illegal. Once they hit these ground, they shouldn't be illegal for nothing. May, let me ask you. They just should become citizens because they made it here. Irrelevant. But you, Joe, you don't want them irrelevant. to be citizens. Oh, no, no. There's got to be an orderly process of becoming oh, an American. 
Because if it was, if people wouldn't have problems. It doesn't matter if an orderly process or not. You cannot go over to another country and just step foot in that country and say, ah, now I'm your citizen. They exactly. come over here and they do that. But even that's an irrelevant part of the question. The thing is, do immigrants contribute to America um, versus the cost of having Joe, were your, were your were your ancestors immigrants when they came here? Yes, they were. Thank you. And nobody didn't say nothing. So that's still and an irrelevant They can't irrelevant consider themselves as American. Why the can't everybody else do it? That's what I mean. Here, they were lucky that they came here. Now I'm an American because I was born here. I happen to be lucky enough to have the um, that part of the straw, the lucky part of the straw, either the short end or the long end, depending upon how you look at it, of the straw to be here. Therefore, as a citizen of this country, it is um, this country's obligation to give me um, first goods at whatever benefits the country has, not to immigrants. Well, a whole lot of immigrants, a whole lot of immigrants are benefiting from this country and other countries too, and they living in this country and taking up. I know they are, man. You're and you're not complaining. Yourself. The thing is, is that people. Who no, no, no. The thing is, I don't care, and I'm glad they come. I Let them all come just take over the place. Like if they invaded it one time, it like it go like this, Joe. It was invaded once, and it's gonna be invaded again. Maze, maze. So be I know ready to coming. accept it. I know it's a new here. world order and a brand new day. That's but just everybody, maze. Everybody thinks that immigrants are great for this country. What makes them so great for this country? What makes them bad for the country? Because the it's more cost of, them. of having them, the cost what? of their eating, eating our food, the cost of well, you're paying for them both ways. You're paying for them in their country. You're paying for them in their country. So that means one bill you won't have to pay. I'm going to answer one your question. One less bill you don't Maze, have to pay. Maze, you know why you always interrupt? Because you don't want to hear the answer. It takes you too long. You don't take it that long to get take out. me too long. <laughs> I don't have to agree with you. You don't have to agree with me, but if you don't want me to give you the answer, you shouldn't ask me the question. I'm listening. Okay. The cost of having immigrants here are in the billions of dollars. Um, they drain our social services. They drain our resources in terms of the water they drink, the food they eat, the showers they take, the shit they take, the water uh, filtration plants, and they do not contribute to America um, compared to the cost of having them over here. The cost of having them, of uh, giving them health care, of giving them food stamps, of um, giving them education is not worth the benefit. Really? really? Can, can you be more specific when you talk about immigrants? What, what nationality of people you talk about? I'm uh, talking about any immigrant who um, coming over here since 1965. All right. Well, if that is the case, uh, <laughs> here's, here's a good one, dear. Um, first, all right, y'all. We got nine minutes left in live air. So if you want to continue to hear, okay. if you want to continue to hear, uh, call in three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. We will be going in overtime. Um, what about the Syrian, What about the serious the Syri- the Syrian refugees? That's um. They shouldn't be allowed neither. They, they should because they would be happy if you if you weren't in their country messing with them. They could be happy. So you got to be responsible for the things you're going to mess up. What's it got to do with the price of eggs? It's the same thing got to do with the price of uh, bananas. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. It does have a price to do with it. If you weren't messing with it, if if people were there, you wouldn't have to worry about them trying to come here. Oh, maze, maze, maze. But see, see, that, that, I think that is the the, the the kicker right there. They're not trying to come. We're bringing them here. The, Mr. Smith is bringing them here. Mr. Smith is bringing them here. Under the, uh, yeah, that's uh, right. 
They had their choice. They would go elsewhere. Over 10,000 are here. And you know what kind of destruction? I don't care if it's about, uh, more than a million. Is don't here. nobody care about what you care about. I told you you could sleep the price. Hold on. Hold on. Go put on your cinnamon stocking. All right. Go what? ahead, Joe. Go ahead, Joe. Donald, finish what you we were saying. Over 10,000 here. Yeah, Donald Trump is talking about uh, leaving, uh, leaving out um, international Muslims. He's not talking about the Muslims that are here. He reversed that kind of position. The thing is, the Syrian refugees are the worst types of migrants and refugees uh, because they're refugees ever that the world has ever seen. You know why? Because they've been displaced by America, the British, the French from their country. Can you imagine millions of people who have been pushed out of their country? Going to live, being forced to live in countries that have bombed their country. You know what they've done? Have you read about the headlines of what they've done in Germany, in Paris, in Sweden, in Finland? Yeah, they but have, yet we still, and they all got together yet, to mess those yet, people's country up but too. Yeah, we still come, we still bringing them over, giving them a place to live, finding them jobs when our unemployment is is exactly. more than five. Exactly. And also, but how does that make any sense? Mr. Talk. Yeah, it doesn't. Yes, ma'am. Am I still on? Yeah. Yes, you He's are. He's talking about Donald Trump. Donald Trump has an immigrant for a wife himself. So what are you going to do? Bring her whole family, and then all everybody from from the village that she she's came legal. from, on over here. She's legal because she married him. She's mm-hmm. legal, That's rich, and pretty. So, you know, what do you say? Oh, Pianki, you think everything pretty that don't look like you, so we don't even have no. I don't issues. think you pretty. <laughs> you don't even know what I look like. I'm glad I don't. That's right, because you want to put water that came out of the deep woods. That's your problem. All right, go on, go on, Maze, go on to finish your point. That's what I'm saying. He's sleep deprived. He wanted to jump on a 30-year-old. He wanted 12-year-olds to get married, which is not making any sense. So he either forgot to take his medication or he needed to get some sleep. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> I guess but I so. That's what I say. Those people were happy before they were invaded by all of those places that Joe just named. All those papers mm-hmm. had something to do with them moving from where they were. And they should invade right. each one of them that went over there to, to, to invade their countries. They need to just go in all of them. Along with this country, they need to go in those countries. Now how can too. you expect a bunch of people, okay, yes. to be happy they let them when, come. when they are forced to be moved to the country that bombed them? Do you not think they're going to be troublemakers? No, they're not. That's just a that's just a, a fear you have. Get over your fear. You won't have to worry about it. I'm not yeah. looking for on the every rock. You never phone. worry about anything because you're in a you're and anyway in a, you're in a line and, with the, the age of Aquarius. And furthermore, and, half of them own this country anyway. Uh, May, do you ever listen? So, do you ever download any um, any podcasts? No, I don't. You know, okay. I don't it's have good. to, because we can't hear you that much anyway. No, no, Knock you down on the hole. It's a good thing. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, don't get Jabbar. mad, don't. Do ter- all right, May. All right, Jabbar, you got anything you want to add to this No, no, I'm, I'm, for now I'm all right. <laughs> oh, you just had to get that point across. I'm all right. <laughs> Wait a minute. You know what? You said something, and I need some clarification on this this part of it. You say I'm a more. What is a more? A more is the, is the original people of the land, the originals, the aboriginal people of this land. It, it derives uh-huh. from the ancient Moabites. Mm-hmm. Where is that it? Let, let him finish, please. Okay. 
I want you to mute her. Why not mute you? Thank you. It's the modern name of the of the Moroccans. Uh huh. So that that that's where the term goes comes from. I mean, it, 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 it's a it's a deep history. I don't know it all. Uh-huh. Well, you um, just proved that you don't. That's fine, but it, it I am. It's it, it, and a lot of history was to, uh, the um, slave during during slavery. Thank goodness for them white Moors. Now, now, so a, a Moor, a, okay. Imagine this: you have German, you have French, you have English. You have Spanish people. All of those are Europeans, correct? A okay. Moor is is not necessarily a Nigerian or an American or a, a Guyana. A Moor is 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 what is the same thing would be a European what a European is to the different European tribes. So anyone basically who has dark skin is considered to be or more, or Moorish, just like anyone who has pale skin from a European tribe is considered to be European. In the Japanese, Chinese, those people are considered to be, to be Manchurian. Those are those are the three major na- major nations on this planet. So can I say something when you finish? Sure. Within that group, all three of those groups have people of brown skin. Right, we all want people. It, oh, it's, it's only it's only one race of people. It's a human you race. You said more is a brown skin. That that's what when you say more, that is what is understood today to be dark skinned people of the of the planet. The Europeans, mm-hmm. when you say that, it denotes the pale people. Of the planet. When you say Manchurian, it denotes the Chinese and Japanese and the Asian people of the planet. But there's only one race of people. That's the human race, and we all come from that. But we have been split up into different nationalities. Now, someone who's called black—that's property. That's some. That's a label that was put on dark-skinned Moors who were enslaved or made slaves, those who were overseas that were brought here, but there were already Moors here that were misnamed to be Indians and Native Americans. That's so, very, you know, uh, so my bloodline, if you will, I mean, I have Cherokee. You could say I'm Cherokee, but the Cherokee Nation and the Iroquois, those were all Moorish nations, part of the Moorish nations, the Moroccan Empire, the Moorish Empire, mm. and they were they were given these names. Mm-hmm. European settlers and European colonists. Mm. Okay. So you 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 have to kind of understand. You know, I could say I'm an Indian, but I'm not an Indian because Indians are from India. There's no such thing as Indian. Mm. Okay. Okay, so uh, I see. So now, now we're getting into different labels and things. But let me bring, yeah. Let me bring uh, Michigan into the conversation. All right, welcome to the show, Michigan. What's going on? Well, I was I was seeing that Piagi was gonna let the young brother get away with that. 
No, I don't argue with fools no more. You forgot to take it. I don't argue with fools no more. Wait a minute. Yeah, I, and I, 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 just wait a minute. Hold on. Okay, let me ask you this. The ones who, who call themselves black, what, what nation is that from? Hold on, Jabari. Hold on. Hold on. Like... Oh, all right. Hey, we ain't going to be calling nobody no fools on here, all right? Nobody's a fool on. I'm going to put on out there now, all right? If anybody's going to call anybody something, it's going to be me. If I call you something, you got to go, all right? So I'm just saying. I'm putting it out there. Watch out, man. All right. You got that. Right. <laughs> Go ahead, Jamal. <laughs> oh, man. Miss, you're the fool. Oh, yeah. Miss. Well, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call the brother a fool, but uh, it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't really worth it. I mean, uh, you can you can call yourself a more. I, I don't really have a problem with it, but there's a few things that we know for a fact. One, uh, and, this, and this has been proven. Uh, the people who are calling themselves Moors over here, they absolutely cannot connect themselves to no Moorish empire. That's that's been proven. Uh, right now, they couldn't go over to Morocco. Morocco don't recognize them, even though it's foreigners. Uh, so that that part of it is uh, that part of it is clear. But let me say this: from a political perspective, you can call your okay. The person who calls himself a Moor over here, I can call myself a black or an American and probably get more benefits out of this country. They say this is a part of the Moroccan Empire. I can get just as many benefits from calling myself black as Moor. So that tells you right there, you're just talking about a political political terms. Even European is just a political term. Uh, but clearly, uh, this game running around saying all of us are Moors, it's cute, it's cute. But you certainly, if it's a political name, that means there should be some political benefit that comes along with it. And there is absolutely no political benefit that comes along with calling yourself a more. If they want to go to say, well, we don't pay taxes. There's all type of indigenous groups here that don't pay taxes. Well, we don't get stopped by the police. Hell, there's all type of fraternities that don't get stopped by the police. Right. So, you know, we don't go to United States courts where there's all type of Indigenous groups that don't go to the United States courts. So, I mean, it's cute, but ultimately, you know, if you if you ain't in no position to power to whoop no ass, yeah, you know, it don't really make a difference. So, and I don't want to argue with the yeah. Public. Could I say something? Yeah, he no. can call himself a boy. I, I I understand it. I get it. But we 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 can you can determine whether or not you want to call yourself a boy. I tell you this, you ain't gonna lose nothing if you don't. And you ain't going to really gain a whole lot if you do. So that's my point. Yeah, can okay. I say something? Go ahead, Pianki. Yeah, ain't nobody thinking about no Negro calling themselves anything other than what they've been designated here in the United States. And I ain't right, calling nobody right, right. Negro. And Moors was not just black. It was every some of everything. Thank black you. folks are always trying to claim everything. Then here's the point. If that's what you are, why they have to, like they say, he, the Hebrews say, well, blacks are the people of the book. No, you the people of the book. Well, we all Moors. That's a damn lie. So right. folks are scared to walk it alone. Go yeah. walk it alone and do what you're going to do. I'm watching. Right, right. We had a, we had a black man here call himself a Moor, start printing currency, talking about 
uh, he didn't have the, the courts had no jurisdiction. He's spending 20 years in federal prison, printing his own money. So what's that got to do with anything? You got blacks spending 20 years for murder. I tell you what, it has to do with anything. His ass is in tw- doing 20 years in a federal prison. What does that mean? Well, I, I think I think uh, Jabal, what it has to do with is that. Oh, that the people, those people who are going to, if you're going to push the political concept of more, just be truthful with the people. Tell them what I'm the benefits are. And t- I'm and letting t- you know my nationality. Period. That's well, no, that's you say, you, but you say, yeah, you, yeah, you say we all are Moors. That's what you said. No, yeah, I and said, you, if you go listen ahead. Listen to me. You don't have to accept it or not. I'm talking about in law. If you are a dark-skinned person. The law considers you politically to be a moor. Now, which which what law, law, brother? Which law? Which law? Do your own. You're right. You can do your own. Laws. Now we got to do our research. Which law? Which law? Yeah. Which law? I just law. done the research. It says no. Law. Remember the brothers that tried to go to Morocco without a passport? Guess what happened? They got yeah. their ass put back on the plane and sent back. You know, this is yeah. to, um, so You got corruption out here. People don't want you to know your nationality. Well, that oh. may be, but um, I mean, let me bring in a side note. This is akin to like the sovereignty movement, where people are saying, I don't recognize the authority of the United States. I personally don't want to recognize the authority of the Constitution of the United States, but on a practical matter, I am not about to poke the bear. Now, there yeah, like people, I said, like I said, people who are claiming themselves to be, the to be of the sovereignty movement, and, and they, they don't know, denounce their citizenship. Well, yeah, that's true. That's the one way to go to go about doing it. But these people were right, right so that, well, well, and when they that's why I made it. That's why I made it. That's why I made the point. There's no such thing as a sovereign person. People, but 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 Jabbar, the only the only point I really wanted to make, bro, is that just be truthful with the people. If if somebody's going to push that talk, that you know we're all Moors, it's a political term. So so tell the people what the benefits are. What's, what would be the benefit of calling yourself a Moor versus a Black in America? It really, it really doesn't mean shit when you when it all said and done. I, I, yes, you know I can I can accumulate just as many assets as you. Uh, I mean it's you know you we, we got to cut it out, man. We just got to cut it out. We got to cut I, it I, out. What's the benefit of not being being a Moor, not a United States citizen? Right, you're right, right. If you, you, what's the benefit? What's the difference? Maybe his, maybe his. Let him explain. Hang on, Joe. Let him explain. Whether or not there's a benefit, he just wants. To, he just believes that his nationality, his origins, he, or that of, or that of being of more. I, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that, Joe. But that's not how he. But that's not how he entered into the conversation I with know, it. He said calling himself a more. I know everybody. That's what is the benefit? What is the benefit of being a more, not a United States citizen? That I that I honor and recognize my ancestors and who they No, are. us. We don't care what you do. We talking about us. Right. I, I can't tell you what the benefit is for you. That's something you're gonna have to explore. Well, why you keep telling us we Moors then? No, I'm telling I'm telling you politically. I'm not. You can be what you you can say. Politically you want to be. or socially or economically, what's the benefit of us being Moors and not United States citizens? Yeah, see, and it really ain't no answer to that. No, I mean, let him answer. Let him answer. Hang on. Let him answer. He got the floor. There is no true benefit. Just like okay. the brother was saying. Then why are we, wait a minute, okay, we're going to have a real quick solve this. So why are you telling yeah. us that we let are Moors? Let me finish. Because Just we got like, dark skin. 
we don't have to use ski and sleep. Ski and ski or whatever that stuff is called. Just like the brothers, you you as a black can get just as many tax benefits as an indigenous people if you understand the law. So there there is no benefit. It's just that I honor my ancestors and my heritage. Period. But that ain't what you said. We said we don't care if you honor your heritage. You're okay, telling us that we Moors. He well, came he, he on and he said that he was he, learning. Yeah. And he's right, learning. Right. He did say that. Well, yeah, he yeah. says he's learning. You don't. If you're learning, you don't try that on somebody that know about what you're trying to learn about. Well, May, you the one came Thanks on and said you. everybody came here from somebody else, from somewhere else. That's what I did. That's what I said. That's you came in here jumping. You said you were learning about Moors, and then you said you were Moors. That's, 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 that's okay. That's okay. That's okay, Uncle. And I and I think and I think about one of the one one of the problems <laughs> with the Moors in the United States that those who call themselves Moors is when you when you bring them up on the stage and 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 you ask them the questions like you're asking them, they really have no answers. So if you you know so you know so so it's one thing for one person to call himself a Moor. But then there's one thing to be pushing this political ideology of being a more, and I'm not saying I even have a problem with it. But tell me what the benefits are. Tell me what that gives me. Hell, I might want to be a more next week. Tell me what, what, what can that do for me? You see, I want to so know until, we, until they can do that, you know. What is always, it? Wait a minute. My question is, what is the connection to the more? And Joe might want to be one. Yeah, but see, we're kind of like that's right. Suppose that's I say. Right. Suppose what, 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 I say. What you, I can understand you? the question of what the political benefit is supposed to be, but I don't think it's a question that Jabbar necessarily has to answer because we can all say there's no political benefit, but that's not what he's talking about. Suppose I say part of my heritage uh, is from England, and you say to me, well, what's the benefit of being English? I would say... I, that, I got you, Joe. We're on the same page, Joe. Yeah. That's why, that's why if, you, he keeps it so personal, us, right. if he keeps it personal, people. then we don't have a problem. Yeah. Right. He's all yeah. So how do Joe, Joe is white, can, uh, whatever you want to say, ain't party. So how did he benefit from being a more? No, no, no. How do I benefit from being uh, from being part of? No, English? wait a minute. I want to know how you benefit uh, from being a more. Yeah, I got other nationalities I like. If his skin was brown, yeah, we could. Everything. If his skin was brown, if his skin was brown, and he considered himself white, so he's trying to call divisiveness. He's trying to divide me and my friend Joe. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I think y'all made your point. Okay. I think the point is made. Yeah, it's made. But you don't. You don't have no connection with Moors. How you gonna talk about something you don't have no connection with? But see, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Moors is not a group. It's not a group. You just don't understand because you haven't. It's a tribe. A Moors. Now we don't understand. It's not a club. What is it? Yeah. It's a nation of people. Where's the Where's the landmass? Yeah. Where? Yeah. Where did they originate? The, the Moors are the Aboriginal right? people of the of the land. The, all, all, of all what the land. land? Of the continent. What continent? What continent? Yeah, which continent? The seven continents that exist. It was all one land. Oh, land. in other words, the world. Oh, okay. So you're saying, so you're you're saying Moors out, are man. the indigenous people cut of the it, world. Man, out. are you crazy? Cut, cut it out, man. Cut it out. No, man. here, okay. cut me off. I'm going to say this is foolish. i see y'all later. Bye. Yeah, get some sleep. Okay. Good day. You still hear me? All yeah. right. Yeah, we still hear you. Go ahead. Okay. Good. Well, tell them have a good day. 
All right, but now we have that discussion. It's okay. So more, no more. As everybody's saying, there's no benefit to being a more as opposed to being a white person or a black person or a Chinese person or an Asian person, and there's no benefit. And every, everybody's a more because they were born on the planet. Okay, cool. Right. Now, Joe, I, I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. I'm only being technical here. Okay. But people do not come in colors. That's what I'm saying. All right. People have nationalities, and other people from nationalities understand that. So when you call yourself by color, people saying you not to be a part of the human family. They that that when you say you're black that denotes that you were either at one point a slave or still a slave. That's not that's not me saying that. I I'm just I'm just letting you know. You can accept that. Yeah, all right. Okay. All I'm saying. All I'm well, saying. I have a question for you. When you said they are brown, isn't that a color? That came out of your mouth. I said the dark-skinned people. When dark-skinned is... I only said that to let you know that if the people's skin, that your color of your skin doesn't say necessarily who doesn't you are. Doesn't really indicate who you are, right? Say who you, doesn't say your nation necessarily. It just... Because people don't refer to themselves as colors. That that's a that, yes. that was a construct. Well, I think a lot of people do though. I think I a lot of people think of themselves as black. Yeah. And I'm not a lot a of people think, think of themselves as white. A lot of people think of themselves as if not yellow, certainly being and you Asian know, who yellow. And you know why I say I'm colored? No, you why not? What? Because it's on my birth certificate. Oh, I know they you, when they put that on your birth certificate, that and I'm not means you United property. Yeah, That's you what are it too. does. It denotes you are property and a ward of the state. And what Whatever you? state you live in, that's what you are. And, you're so, tr- and what are you're, you? What are you're you? treated as your property, and you are considered to be a person, which is something that is, that is given rights by another man. I'm asking you a when question. You are, when you are you one of the people, you are recognized to have rights given to you by the creator. I'm asking you a question. You say that you are learning, so what were you before you start learning to be a Moor on your birth certificate? Technically, what I, I was I was always a Moor. I was not aware of it. So, therefore, no, I I'm operated. No, I'm your birth certificate now. Wait a minute. I operated in the world as a black person. As oh, that's prop- what your birth certificate say? Yes. Okay. And you operate in the world like that now? No, I don't. Okay. Well, Eric, doesn't didn't um kind of convert himself over to the Moorish type of philosophy? Uh, no, no. Um, no. Uh, um, Lowe is. Did I would change his name. No, Lowe did not convert yeah. to the Moor. He he no. said he was uh, the children of. He said he was a child of Ham. Uh, one of those Hebrew like Israel like. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what it was. I need to get Lowe back on the show too. You sure do. We sure miss him, man. Vernon, too. Uh, I miss both of them. But, but, um, Jabbar, you know, I understand. And basically what you're saying is there's a consciousness that you have come across that has changed the way you're thinking, correct? Basically what you're saying. Correct. We're working on it. Yeah. So, I mean, with that, I mean, that's admirable. It really is. But... I mean, it's a lot we all have to still learn. It's a lot we all still have to learn. So, 
you know, um, I had a question, but Joe kind of sidetracked me when he asked about low. Uh, <laughs> I have a comment, rather. and I'm trying to remember as I talk, but it, it seems to have gone have gone away right now. Uh, no, so usually that's Maze's job to make people forget. Yeah, but oh, no, know, I make you forget. But see, you know, <laughs> when, when you when you when you start classifying yourself as Moors or Hebrews or Israelites or yeah, it's basically the same as Christian or Muslim or yeah. what have you. You know, look, and I, I've said this before, and Jabbar actually said it too. Bottom line is, we are all human. I mean, we're all here. <laughs> you know what I mean? We are all here now. I understand some say, well, you, you have to, um, oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. Um, Jabari, you said, just mentioned something about um, not being under the law, but being under the creator, something in that area. You want to explain that a little bit more? I knew it would come back. Well, yeah. The rights, the rights were well, given to us by our creator. If, yeah. if any of you have ever read a statute or a law, you'll see that it always refers to persons, that it, and that is what is being regulated, okay? So when you call yourself black, then what you're saying is that you are a person that is basically regulated by man's statutory code, which is commercial in nature. But once you can separate yourself from being that person and identify yourself as being one of the natural people, then... The commercial codes and laws don't apply to you. Now this brings uh, up a good point. Uh, 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 the Michigan, the uh, Michigan are brought up. Uh, okay, wait a minute. Man. Let me hold ask this question. Uh, I want to uh, ask this particular. No, let me get this out, Joe, because you know okay. y'all be talking. I forgot. So Jabbar, with that being said, isn't that the basic basic belief of of people who say they're religious or spiritual? Is that they're they they're, they fall under a whole different law set of laws than the average um, sinner, quote unquote sinner. Yes. Isn't that the same yeah. principle? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. All right. Just want to make sure. <laughs> Go ahead, well, That's Joe. why I say, if and you like your religion, if you like your religion, that's good to you, and I can communicate a, with you with your religion that you have. I don't have but to join the practical thing. It's not about just religion. Jabbar, from what I understand, and this is why I wrote the sovereignty movement, if you're saying that if you designate yourself a certain type of way that you are exempt from the law, then when you get picked up for traffic uh, traffic violation or something else and you go to court, can you claim that and have any type of legal standing that the judge is going to listen to? Are you asking me? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, first of all, no, because, again, if, if you don't know that there's a difference between a person and being one of the people, then the chances are you're going to not object to being classified as a person, which is corporate property. So you're going to get processed as, as you are, you know, corporate property. Remember, suppose I go to court and I say, Judge, I am not a person. I am I am one of the people. Therefore, your laws do not apply to me. Goodbye, I'm walking out. What do you think is going to happen? Well, first of all, you gotta you got you just can't say that. You gotta be able to articulate why you are not a person. Okay. <laughs> and when I do that, um, is the judge going to accept it or what? Well, it depends on how corrupt the judge is. If he's if he's corrupt, no. And, and he, if, even if I was a Moor, 
explain myself. A, a judge could be corrupt and, and not recognize it. So how many, how many so judges so do you think in any down in writing before you go to court, huh? so that you can appeal any adverse decision that you receive? Because I have a of, question for you. Do yeah. you have a driver's license? Yes, I do. Do you you do you uh 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 do as as when you got your driver's license and what it tells you to, in order to be on the road, or you just get on the road and go at the speed you want to go? No, I go at the speed that I want to go, but I, I I go at the speed that is posted. Oh, that's, no, okay, so that's man's speed limit, that right? That is the speed that I want to go. Mm, that's man's speed limit that you follow. So as a more no, you don't supposed the, to follow man ways is what you're I'm trying to say. You supposed to I'm follow the, the, the law of who the moors. Listen, listen. This is what you got to understand. The speed limits are set based on the, the road and the road conditions and the way the road is designed. That's that's why that's how they set the speed limit. If you go a certain in Virginia anyway, if you go 15 miles over that speed limit, that's considered reckless. Now, why would I want to do something reckless? So you suppose you do something by accident. You go through a stop sign. They pick you up. They haul you into court. How do you how do you uh, beat the rap? You can't beat if if I injure someone, that's not man's law. That's God's law. If you injure someone, you have to you no, have no, to make no, a. No, no, I'm not talking about injuring someone. I'm talking about going beyond the the traffic light, the stop sign, the cop to you know um, gives you a ticket. You're now you're now in court. How do you explain yourself in such a way that the judge says, Ah, this man cannot be tried in my court. Therefore, the case is dismissed. Well, as a Moor who is an upright and uh, who tries to be an upright citizen, American citizen, I would not try to get out of something where I caused injury. So I said you no have, injury involved. I would have to talk to a Moor who who is maybe not as upright as I believe that I am as to how to get out of something well, 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 caused damage. You say you're learning, so you're not even there yet. There is no damage involved. There is no injury. Yeah. There is no damage. You just went through a stop sign or you went through a stop light. The cop gives you a ticket. You appear in court because you don't want to pay a $100 fine. Okay, um, I see what you're saying. Now okay. you're saying, see. yeah, there's, no, there's nothing like that. So okay. you're in court. Okay. Now, if, if, I, if you've ever read the, 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 the driving code, mm-hmm. you will understand that it doesn't apply to uh People. It applies to persons, and it applies to drivers, and it applies to motor vehicles and vehicles, none of those which I am. I'm not a person because I'm not someone who's given rights by another man. I'm one of the people. I'm not a driver because a driver is one who's engaged in commercial activity, in such commerce, as a taxi yeah. cab driver. What a driver is. My question is, okay. why are you involved in man's rural if you don't want to be into man's law? What do you mean why I'm in man's world? This is yeah, why I was born. Let me, let me finish up this line of question before you bring in something else because this this could be over with in just a couple of minutes. Now that you know that these particular terms you can use to your advantage, are you going to say that the judge that does not um, conform to these particular types of laws that you say exist or don't exist, do or how many judges will conform to this and give you um, their blessing? I I don't know exactly how many, but I have 
and I can show you where I've received parking and driving tickets where I've had them dismissed. Well, As I do a result that. of being a sovereign or a moor? Mm. Or well, as a result of the technicality? I'll put it to you this way. Because I am a moor, I have a, I have a different... I believe I have a different consciousness than someone who considers themselves black and may not understand the law, how important it is to know the law and how it applies to me. So is it because I'm a more that I got these tickets dismissed? I I guess I could say that based on my, my consciousness and my willingness to learn myself in the law and governments and civics. Well, I'm not talking about because you now um, have have a new set of consciousness or an elevated set of consciousness that you now are more aware of the existing law. What I'm asking is, how do you circumscribe these laws by saying you are a more, therefore the laws of the land do not apply to you? It's it's not that you go into court saying you are a more. It's knowing who you are as being one of the people, one of the aboriginal indigenous people of this land, Uh who are not subject to commercial codes and ordinances which classify the real people, you, which has misclassified you as a person. What you're saying is anybody, if they're more familiar with the law, can find a loophole. It's not a loophole. There's no loopholes in law. Law is law. Mm. Color of law is color of law. There's no loopholes in law. Well, actually, the man that I used to listen to this this man said he was a moron. and he had people doing all kinds of stuff, and a whole lot of them got in trouble over that. Well, my nephew even tried, and his butt went straight on to uh the court and the jail because he didn't have money for his fine. And he said he so, was a moor. <laughs> well, see, I, I, you know, I, I think that's that's the confusing part of what Jabbar is saying right now. And yeah, it, when I when I'm thinking, I'm like Joe. And okay. We understand your consciousness. However, when you go into court, you you find a loophole because you are aware of what the law says. Purse, mm-hmm. you know, per person. So you know how to, the, the, I guess, articulate and use the loophole, which helps you get out of certain things compared to the average um, black guy that goes in there and has no idea and just you know signs non you know um, no contest and goes gone about his business. No, 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 you remember that? Uh, no, 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 Jabbar is saying there is no loophole, no, no. but he takes advantage of it. No, no but, but that's, huh. There is no yeah. loophole. If, if you the read the statute, you, you know the definitions. You will see that the law is perfect. It's just okay. what's happening is that the municipalities are reclassifying you from being a people to someone who is black or white as being a person because okay. they create. The, the colonists created those terms, black and white, in order to hold on, hold on, regulate it. Hold on, hold on. You remember now, that judge that went to jail? Which no, uh, which one, Mays? Uh, the one, well, that, the one that used to be on TV. He said he had the cold where he couldn't go to jail, and and they put him in jail for so many days. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. And he said but he wasn't more. Oh, I don't know. Let, let me get back to Jabbar's question. I mean, something okay. he just said right here. Now, wait a minute. So you said the law is perfect. Which law is perfect? Great question. Great question. Both laws. You have you have constitutional law and you have statutory law. They're both perfect. What 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 confuses a lot of people is how it is applied. They apply how can I say it? 
statutory law is commercial law, which is law that is used to regulate commerce and those who are engaged in commerce for the benefit of the people, to keep the people safe from those who are, are doing commerce. The people are the first priority. So they create statutory law to protect the people from those who are engaged in commerce. So they regulate those who are engaged in commerce under statutory law. The constitutional law, the laws that protect the people's rights, that's constitutional law. And that's what, that's how you have to separate yourself because they are, they've misclassified you as being a person in commerce which they can regulate, which is their property. They have a right to regulate commerce for the benefit of the people, not the benefit of the person. God is not a respecter of persons. So once, once you win and you, you articulate this, um, to a judge, uh, the judge gonna say, "Hmm, okay, you got, you make sense. Okay, you can, you're free to go." <laughs> it, it, honest, it's not. It doesn't work that way, Mister Mister Talk. You have to, nah. the best thing to do is not to talk in court. You always yeah. put your paperwork in explaining your status. Uh-huh. You have you have you have to put your status on the record. Because once they know your status, then the the law that applies to the person who has a certain status kicks in. So mm-hmm. if your status <laughs> is of a person, then they're gonna the laws that regulate persons is the statutory law. This is all. When Judge O'Brien went to jail, I remember Judge O'Brien went to jail. Yeah, I remember they gave he went to days jail. with the same yeah. stuff he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how long have you been practicing this? Well, it's not a practice. I mean, how long you been a more? You you been you say you you're learning. How long you been learning this? I've, how many uh, years? About five years. I, oh, I learned about okay. five years ago of my nationality. Okay. Interesting. But that's okay. a great thing, and I hope you have fun with it. All right. Well, you know, like I say, everybody comes upon their own consciousness. Yes. And and, and you know some some we don't have to... deeper than others, and some. Um, you know, believe more into it than others. You know, I, I, I'm listening to Jafar. I'm like, okay, I can get with that. However, he hasn't told me how I can get out of going to jail yet. But <laughs> yeah, I know. Like the majors you know, you and the frontiers. Like, like, like the majors yeah. like yeah. and, and, and like, the frontiers. I like to hear from him how you, how you do that. Yeah. Like yeah. The now, we so went the right you, If you harm to, to an extent that calls for you to go to jail, I don't care if you're. Jesus Christ himself, you're going to jail. Well, you know, and, and that's the interesting part about it, because a a flu's a wind kid, it took him running to Mexico before they put him to jail, and he killed four people. Why be drunk? <laughs> so, I mean, I mean look at that, and, and look at what you, you were saying, they just don't go together. So <laughs> you know? can I? I must, I must say, okay, maybe because he was a white kid and I, I I'm a dark skinned individual. Maybe that has a little to do with it. And his parents <laughs> have. Well, can I again, say, Mrs. Holt? Jamal, you are Can I say, you are a person in the the quote unquote white guy's a person. Remember, property. They they don't they don't have necessarily have to answer to you. Because you're 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 a ward of the state, considered to be a ward of the state. And you're not. I mean, it's just certain things you have to. It, it has a lot to do with status. The first thing in law is status. What is your status? 
Mm. Hey, okay. Mr. Cone, this is your show. It's called a black law book. You have a different Mr. status than I have because I'm your guest. Certain things uh-huh. you can do that I can't do. Right. Different statuses. Okay. I understand that. So we all have to do is correct. Can I say Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, just because you're more and we don't consider ourselves as Moors, we can still have a conversation with you, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's great. That's beautiful. And that was it, Maze. Really? Yes. <laughs> and so like I say, everybody religion, they carry their own religion the way they want to. And it's not mine, but I listen. Don't mean I okay. got to be a part of it. Okay. All right, well. Y'all know what time it is, so I'm going to let y'all get your last words in. And we're going to go and let Jabbar start. So, so, no, 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 my bad, my bad. Yeah, make Jabbar start because I'm sure he got a lot more to say. So go ahead, Jabbar. Well, the only thing I would say is this. Um, yes, I recognize my nationality as being an American Moor, Moorish American. And um, I would just suggest, I'm not asking you to change your who you believe that you are, but find out what your nationality is, because the world is made up of different nations of people, not not of persons. Persons are corporate entities. If you want to continue to be treated as a person, then, you know, that that's up to you. But I think I've shared something today that hopefully you all can take back and, and consider. Don't do any research. Just consider. Do you want to be considered to be a ward of a state, or do you want to, you know, Proclaim your nationality and get on that path to understanding government, law, civics, and how you could change, you know, your life. And that, that, that's basically it. All right. Thank you, Mr. Jabbar. Uh, are you going to be on the air tonight? Um, I'm going to try. Today is actually my the day I was born, so I'm up here okay. doing some work, and uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure what my, my family has planned for me. Okay. All right. Uh, well, thank you, I can make it. I'll, I'll be there. All right. And uh, you have a great, great day. Great weekend. All right, Maze, you're up. Oh, I don't have. I don't have much to say today. I'm just, just like until Pianca can get him some sleep so he can stop being senile. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> have a good weekend. All right, you too, Maze. <laughs> all right, Joe, you're up. Joe, are you there? You went to sleep on me? <laughs> yeah, no, Joe went to sleep. Joe went to sleep. Wow. All right, let's see if we can't wake him up. All right, you wake, Joe? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Your last words, man. <laughs> I know I go to sleep sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you was getting it in, too. <laughs> People have been telling me that, that I snore. Mm. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, yeah, you were getting it in. But go yeah. ahead. I figured the gavel would wake you up. <laughs> mm. No, I didn't have anything to say. Mm. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right, you get you some sleep. <laughs> we'll see you Monday. Okay, take it easy, then. All right. Uh, you too. All right, man. Great show. Great show. <laughs> I, I'm disappointed that Bobby didn't show up today uh, when we actually had a show set aside for him to come and, and present 
his side of the issue on the consent of age law. But we'll see what we see. We can't set it up again. You know, something must have came up. That's all I'm saying. Something must have came up. Anyway, I want to thank everybody for joining us today. It's been a fun show. It really has. Um, you know, as I tell you all the time, I learn so much when I do a show. And, uh, I, I, you know, sometimes my, my head is just exploding, you know, with with thoughts that's going through. I need to look at this and I need to research that. And that's because of you. The people who call in, the people who be in the chat room, the ones who send me messages, you know, Mr. Talk, check this out. Mr. Talk, check that out. And that's what I love about doing this show. And that's why I love it when you come in, come on the show, come in the show, send me emails, what have you, because that, that widens my uh, knowledge base. And I hope I do the same for you with some of the shows that um, are presented here on Let's Talk. All right? Um, but anyway, if you want to send me an email, that's Eric Let's L E T S Talk at Gmail dot com. All right. Or you can stop by the show page, www.ericletstalk.com, and um there's a spot on there where you can leave me a message as well. Um I will be updating the website uh this weekend. Um I always have different videos there. I know a lot of you don't like to read, so I put the videos there. So then you do is click on it and just watch it. They're usually no longer than thirty minutes. Or what have you, but they're very informational, and usually there is some relation um, to what I have going on on the show that's coming up, okay? And I have that information there as well. All right, so I want to say thank you once again. It's been fun. Um, hey, just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, make sure you forgive yourself first, and the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. If you can laugh at yourself, man, everything else is gravy. All right, so being that it's Friday, and I know some of y'all like to get your on. We're going to take you out of here with some raw bass and DJ Easy Rock with Joy and Pain. I'll see everybody Monday. Enjoy your weekend, y'all. This is Mr. Talks and I'm out. I like to
Cause I'm the leader, no I'm not a follower And MCs like you I swallow her So don't look and try to judge me Because you think that I'm another MC Well, I'm the new kid, I just moved around But that don't mean I can't rip up the town Me and my boys, we make noise I hate MCs that think that we're toys I'm hitting harder than any other MC Who try to come up and go against me Joy, pump it up, pump it up And pain, keep it going, keep it going now slots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com daily bonuses are waiting no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details